stand by for pre-show banter. And pre-show sandwich eating. Today it's peanut butter and jelly. What kind of peanut butter? Well, it's Jif Crunchy. What kind of jelly? It's, uh, I believe it's uh, either apricot or peach preserves. Smuckers. Oh. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, Duke, 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 Yo, Duke, 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 You'll get Stoop, this. Stoop, You'll get Jenny. this. What's this song? Jesus Christ, you're making me sound awful. Jesus Christ, what is that noise? You sing it. I've been practicing the lead bit. Yeah. Oh, Where's my mind, right? Jesus Christ. It's Where's My Mind by the Pixies. Wow. That's good pretty stuff, good. Chinny. No well idea done. what it was. Pretty good. It's where called, is my, where mind, is my mind? I should have said that. My uh, you can just see yeah, the buildings exploding at the end of Fight Club. Hold on, Duke's doing something. A times B times C equals X. If X is less than the cost of a recall, we don't do one. Is that Donald Trump at the moment? What car uh, manufacturer do you work for? A major one. No, Donald Trump at the moment is like this. Uh, we don't have any coronavirus. <laughs> uh, you know, you do more tests, you're going to get more results of positive. Mitch Hedberg said it, but he takes the uh, roundabout AIDS test. He said he basically asks his friends, like, do you know oh, yeah. anybody with AIDS? <laughs> and no. then they go, no. And it was, well, good, because you know me. You know me, exactly. It's going to make me less, it's going to make me less safe. Because we're going to have to go back to school in the fall, and we're yeah. not going to be ready, and the parents are going to go, oh, we need the schools to open up. And they're going to be like, you just do it or you're fired. That's pretty much like this country at the moment, really, no, to an extent. you know what? You have much more functioning civic society, and you don't have people ready to fall on their swords for Boris Johnson. Yeah, but uh, in this country, all we have to do is sniff that a pub is opening, and no one cares anymore. <laughs> no one cares. Well, you also have a national health service, which makes a big difference. So, anyway, welcome argue. to the Syncast from Madison, oh, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's no. listen to that instead. By the right. way, right? Are we ready uh, to start this podcast yeah, about video games virus. instead? Let's fucking talk about video games yeah. instead. Yeah, I'll have that idea. I am ready to start the show. All right, let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Yeah. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. It's the do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. How do you know? Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. I like the beats and shouting. 
Hello and welcome to episode 548 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yeah, 548 people, what? What's happening? We're coming to you live on a Monday, which is different from usual. We're usually recorded on a Sunday, but that rhymes with Monday, and that rhymes with what's up? You're lucky you got me today, because yesterday I was wiped out and tired and quiet, and bleh, and today I feel well-rested and good, so what's up? You see, that's good, that's good, because I don't feel quite as bad now. But you shouldn't feel bad. What? You needed a little well, time? Well, that's all I do because I was meant to go around to my friends for a drink and that's the reason we changed the night and so? then it rained and then he went, oh, let's not do this now. Let's postpone it for a couple of weeks. Well, there you go. And you so know what? Getting together with people probably night, isn't a good idea I anyway. I go anywhere. Social distancing. Should have stayed home anyway. Uh, that's the real I, reason to stay home, know. not the rain. However, uh, I have a lovely uh, new uh, fan here. It's like, uh, I don't know, it's probably cheap paper and cheap wood but anyway it's nice for fanning myself during the podcast because i can't have the motorized fan on it makes too much noise but i'm giving myself a nice little breeze here during the show so hooray Mm -hmm. because last week i was using a padded mailer with a stick in it and that was just hard to hold and unwieldy so hooray for cheap crap bought on the internet yeah can i can i ask is that a summer breeze uh well it's in from inside my house with the ac on and the windows closed so i mean technically yes don't get that ice cube away from me duchess what is wrong with you don't you want to cool off get away from me help i'm being yeah, attacked by be cool. ice that's ah, a beer ah. there's yeah, only one reason you should come down near the mic during the podcast something in his pants but what crack. to do yeah. No, do not put ice in my butt crack thank you for the suggestions yeah, the guys ice in your in your, under your scrotum that's it. All right, I think it's it maybe time for a story. Somebody have a story to tell? Yeah. Uh, My favorite time. Yeah. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Go ahead, Chinny. So I Go. got a bike. Oh, right? sweet. It, but but it's a fake a... bike, right? It's an oh, e-bike. Oh, a battery bike, though. I got you? an e-bike, yeah. Ooh. So anyway, I've been riding my bike around. Yeah. Um, they should call uh, it something different if it's not actually riding a bike the way I ride a bike yeah, every day. I'm going to say. That's Gliding on your motorized bike. Go on. Yeah, you just sat on it while it does was, all the work. I was doing a bit of zipping. I'm not going <laughs> to zipping. I was zipping on my bike. Zipping. I like and, it. Uh, and... Yeah, uh, hardly Dan. We, we're live, by the way. We've got Lord, Lord of the Manor, hardly you... Dan in the chat. What did you get? I got an e-bike, didn't you? Were well, you not listening, Dan? Hello. Um, Fly. So I got this bike, and I, there's a there's a nature trail not far from my house. Is it a nature right. trail to hell? To yeah. hell. There's a Weird Al um, song called Nature Trail to Hell. I would play I'm it, sure there except is, I've been I'm told sure not is. to because, you know, copyright. Yes, and also no, boring. But anyway, <laughs> the the, the nice. there's there's a there's a it's an old railway track, yes. right? So and everybody bangs on about it. You should go down there. It's lovely, it's lovely. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm flat because railways yeah. don't tend to go up hills or anything. Uh, so I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, go to ahead. this thing. Yeah. So I went down this place, and. Then I realized I went the wrong way and it was on some private farm. And oh, I was like, no. oh shit, I might get shot. Yeah, you would. I better turn around. So I, then I found it. I was like, right, I found it. So I went on it. And then I literally, just before I went out on my bike, I've been playing a lot of The Last of Us 2. Uh oh. That is true. And, you and now I'm you... surrounded by oh. a lot of woods and shit. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Right? And there's a lot of stuff that's like. There was like an abandoned um, children's bike, sort of like a baby bike, like Creepy. a really tiny little toddler bike. 
creepy. and it was abandoned and it was like had plants around it i was like oh yeah. shit <laughs> i've been the last of it so then oh my god so then i because because there's no roads and stuff i put my my headphones on and i listened to the last of a soundtrack why did you Brilliant. do that why that's not? like i'm gonna take why? a shower i better listen to the psycho soundtrack yeah so like you know so i was like leading into it and i was it was quite surreal oh, you know man. and like the, along this nature trail a tree had fallen and the tree was bike height so you have to go under it like you're crouching in the game dude. Um, and you're a big person you're tall so and then I, I, I saw somebody coming towards me and so because, did you go prone because they're from wolverhampton they are obviously not all there right <laughs> so you know like smelly and grotesque <laughs> and just disgusting so i killed that person with a machete uh, no i didn't i uh, oh you got to protect yourself man no i didn't you but like, you, you know do, it's it, it was just a bit of a surreal you know there was these weird sort of bridges and stuff and like well, we have to go under this bridge and it had cool graffiti and i was like it's like i'm in the game and then you know you'd see two joggers jogging towards you I was like okay that's just killed the whole thing now i'm not in the game um yeah, so that was quite a surreal. It was quite cool. And then I, the next day, I rode my bike to town, and this is in the middle of town. Jer- I mean, not, not a lot. The only shop that's open in town is bloody Primark, all right? Um, because Primark is the only thing that would survive a nuclear holocaust. So I'm yeah, not. It's I'm like, surprised. It's like- Cockroach, isn't it? Really, Primark. I'm surprised that there isn't a Primark in The Last of Us, <laughs> uh, you know. But anyway, it's just I don't know. If you don't get Primarks here in America. No, we got Aldi, but not Primark. It's it's yeah. So Primarks are basically this just it's just really really cheap clothes. It's like it's like right when you go on holiday to Spain and you just want the shit you can just throw away. You just need you go. just need rags that are barely sewn to together. Get your yeah. word once shit. So and then you just guys leave have it all in the hotel. Do you have Walmarts? Because that sounds a lot like Walmart. We, we don't have Walmart. Walmart See, is sell clothes, though, Yeah, dude, my knowledge of clothes. Walmart is that Walmart sells like all sorts of shit. Yeah, you know, but you it's all cheap garbage. Walmart. So we we have dollar stores. Do you have dollar stores? Yeah, we've got like yeah, Poundland. Poundland, by the way, was founded by a guy who is from Bilston. Speaking of people who founded things, I just found out that the guy who created IKEA was in the Swedish Nazi party in the 30s. So how about that? There you go. There you go. There you go. Next time you're building some flat pack furniture, you'll know where it originated. The shelves behind me uh, (laughs) are Nazi shelves. Covered in Jew blood. Nazi shelves. shelves. I've got a Nazi desk because this came from IKEA. And the Nazi chair. We got it. Uh, (laughs) uh, So it was a cool experience. So I rode through town. So Primark's the only place open in town. But town's pretty dead, especially I was there at like 6 p.m. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. there's nothing really going on. So I'm like riding through town. It's like been abandoned, you know? All these shops are shut. And it was very, very surreal, especially when you've just been playing a game. So the... let me ask you, Chidi, yeah. right? Did you go past an empty shop, break in, and then see if you could salvage some screws and bolts and nuts and maybe some sticky tape and some alcohol rub or something to make a, like, a firebomb? Uh... No, because it was all there outside. Like somebody had made it, and I just. Uh, took it. I see. Um, <laughs> but that's the other thing. You don't see a lot of bikes in post-apocalyptic worlds. Where you, th- you know, horses are, d- are quite a trope. 
you know, in the yeah, Walking Dead, horses. they use horses. horses. No one uses a fucking bike. Yeah, it would make sense, wouldn't it, when you think about it? Because it's yes, like, it you don't need petrol for you it. You don't need petrol. Don't I mean, petrol. all right, a lot of the paths might be a little bit overgrown, but... But, 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 right, all you really need is a, like, pump to blow your tyres up and, and a few bicycle repair kits if you get yeah, a puncture. And, and then you you're sorry, a bit of oil. And with all these bikes shit. lying around, all these dead bodies, you're bound to find like spare tires and all sorts of crap. And if you yeah. do find something you can't cross on your bike, you just pick the bike up and go over it. Like it's a lot easier to do that than it is in a car. And let's be honest, you yeah. could you could go a lot faster on a bike than you could walking. This is why the exactly. Duchess is going to um, live very well after the apocalypse, and I'm going to die in the first day. Yeah, you'll be like the guy who gets infected and, and she has to make that tough decision. Well, no, I say tough. tough. She will kill you immediately. Yeah, yeah right. I you. She's a sensible, rational person. Yeah, she and she knows that that's not and you. And Chidi will be going, Aah! like this, because there's nowhere to charge his bike up. That's the thing. Because <laughs> Tara, I, I, we bought Tara a bike as well, right? And... I picked Tara's bike up and I went, wow, that bike is light because mine is so heavy. Yeah, but, you know, it's uh, it's all good. But Tara refuses to go out without a helmet. Refuses. I don't blame it. Look, that is good. Safety conscious. Safety Are you first. riding your bike without a helmet, Chinny? Uh, I have done. I do because, a lot. Yeah. No, don't He's do a that. Man and men don't need helmets. Fuck that. No, your, do... your skull can crack just as easily no, as a woman's no, skull. No, He's a bloke. Bloke That's the really stupidest tough. thing I've ever heard. Wear a helmet. But, no, but look, I do now. Go I do. Good. You do. End of discussion. <laughs> I do. I do. I do well right now. But Thank like, you. the thing is, and I was, I was having this conversation with my brother, the legit Chinny, also known legit. as legit Chinny on the overseas connection. And, and me and Pete, because we went to the same school and other people that went to similar sort of schools to me, if I wore a helmet when I was at school, I would be beaten up and I wouldn't even be oh, mad hey, about ginger it. balls. I'd be like, that that is fine. yeah, but beating up. yeah, I was gonna say beating up and alive is better than not beating up, but have your head caved in when you hit a is car it though? first. Is it though? <laughs> Probably because of the shit that you're gonna get, like helmet yeah, yeah. boy and helmet dead head or shit. Oh, I don't know. I don't I'll know. Go with dead. I don't. Yeah, that's the shit. That's the shit. You know, go you didn't go to my dead. school, Stu. I know. I know. Thank you God. know what I mean? God. Helmet boy. Helmet boy. Where's your helmet, dickhead? Your balls every day. Yeah. You know, to be fair, Chinny, just... I got picked on a lot when I was a kid, and they didn't really need something. I mean, you know, I had a rainbow shirt at one point. They called me a fag ah. for that. But, you know, the next day I wore a different shirt, and they made fun of that shirt, too. And then they can made I, fun of I my ears, and they made fun of the fact that I couldn't do sport. Like, those kids don't really need anything, and that shouldn't really deter you from doing what's smart because it's not like they're going to go, oh, he stopped wearing a helmet. He's a cool guy. We accept him into our circle now. Look, the thing is, too, Christ. And I, and I don't want to, and I know you're an English teacher. I, I've learned that over the years. Yes. And, um, but w my school was very much like anything would be like the, the, the you know, a, a, your, your reputation was on a, on a knife edge, yeah. right? And you could be, and I was fairly popular at school. Wasn't the most popular kid. Wasn't the funniest kid, but I was pretty popular. But like, if you sneeze, it's like, Sneeze boy. See, sneeze boy see that's here. the thing, right? You sneeze boy. See, you had something to protect. See, yeah. if you're like me, you had, you know, there was nowhere to go but up. So I had a like, whatever, whatever. I threw up in the hall of my school once, and that <laughs> shit 
stuck around for months. <laughs> I think you mean that yeah. puke stuck around for months. <laughs> and it yeah. smells. It smells. I remember going on a school trip and someone was sick at the back of the bus or the coach or whatever we were on, and it was rolling under everybody's feet. Okay, oh, moving on. I had to. When I threw up, I was like, yeah, I only threw up because I saw your mum. You know what I mean? You've got to, like, have a <laughs> pow right yeah. on him. All right. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, I've been watching something, too. Because you said pow. Um, it's a little delay. I'm sorry. So we've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Awesome. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, man. I did a thing. Uh, I made a sound clip. Ah, Come on. I forgot to load it up. Rosa, Rosa. Uh, log in, remember me. Sorry, I posted on Reddit and I forgot to get it queued up. Um, I, I took a risk. Why are you getting that, dude? Yeah. Right? I took a risk related to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because I, I work with somebody and their name is Rosa. Right? Okay. And I said, I sang that song that the guy sings all the I time about heard, Rosa. I don't think I've heard a song about Rosa. So but you're the, spoiling it. it. No, no, he's, he's from Hot Tub Time Machine, the big black guy. Daryl on The Office? Yes. I don't remember don't seeing him in the show, and I haven't heard anybody singing any songs about Rosa. Quit spoiling the show. Well, he's in it, and he sings that. So I, 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 I um, you know, like, said to Rosa, I sang that song to her once, nice. even though she's a customer. And she <laughs> and I went, Rosa, Rosa. And she went, do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I was like, yeah. yeah. And then we got addicted to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. There you so go. Then. So here's the thing that I made up. Uh, yeah, here we go. Oh, hey there, Captain. Just curious, do you happen to know what today is? Well, based on the fact that yesterday was the birthday of legendary Dutch flautist Franz Blutheim, and a week ago was October 24th, I'd say today is... It's Halloween. Just say it's Halloween. It's Halloween. All right, and what happened last Halloween? Oh, I listened to the CD I bought the night before the Franz Blutheim birthday concert. Please stop saying Blutheim. <laughs> That's a real guy, <laughs> too, you know. Yeah, Franz I'm, Blutheim. Like, how far are you in, seasons-wise? Uh, like halfway through season two. Yeah, maybe a third of the way through oh season two. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh my I know. God. But that's the thing. It yeah. gets so much better. Well, that's the thing, is I just know that sort of, you know, show doesn't stick around for seven seasons without it improving, it's, and it's already great, like, so yeah. Where where that where that captain is there, and where he's now, kind yeah. of like, in terms of like, how funny he is, oh, he isn't yeah. even close. <laughs> well, it's great. I mean, he starts out as like... I just love anti-comedy. I've been a huge yeah. fan of Neil Hamburger and, you know, all that stuff for a long time. So for him to be just like, that's why my smile keeps growing. It's just like, yes, yes. I love it's it. It's great. It's, it's so a, good. They're all and, very good. Uh, so that's not yeah, what I uh, wanted to start by saying. Oh, I wanted yeah. to say, I've been Sorry, watching that, which is good. And then, yes. did y'all ever watch Unsolved Mysteries back in the day? Uh, that's... That's number bing, one bing, on Netflix. Bing, 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 bing. Yes, they re- I, watched, I watched the first two episodes. I was a bit disappointed. If I'm Why being are you honest. disappointed? They're interesting. I don't know. I was expecting something more like, ooh, that couldn't have happened. It's impossible. And it's just more like Crime Watch for America. Well, that's what it's always been. Mm. Here's the thing, though. I think, like... I think what Stu wanted was like, he got fucked by an alien. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there's actually one called UFO Abduction or UFO Sighting that's really next happen. in my list. So I'm keen to watch that. They knew how to tell a story, though. Like, the first one is fascinating with the whole, and it's like, that couldn't have happened. Oh, yeah, though. yeah, it's interesting. Because it, it couldn't it have happened. That's That actually you know, why was. Why would Stu dive head first through a hole? No, you're not going to go through the goddamn roof. Don't give me that. Well, what do you think? Well, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I know, I know, I know. Here's the thing, though. If anybody watched it back in the day, you know that the narrator is a guy named Robert Stack, and he was awesome. He used to be like, 
walking out of the shadows in a trilby and a London fog coat and be like, on the afternoon of Wednesday, June 3rd. And I really, it loses a lot when it doesn't have him as the narrator. So it's fun. I'm enjoying it, but. hmm. Fuck video games for a while. So so, um, (laughs) Tor and I have been watching, uh, you know, a lot of the wire. Oh, and keep the devil down in a hole. I waiting for my opportunity like, to get in. But, but all, all this stuff and all different. And a lot of it, I mean, I love like crime and stuff like that, but we was getting a bit like, fucking hell. And then this show came up on Netflix, and we know it's terrible, right? <laughs> Going in, we know, right? And it's called The Floor is Lava. Oh, right. we've been watching that as well. <laughs> and I have not belly laughed like that for a long time. Oh, and it's yeah. just people and it, you know what makes it so sweet is that they're americans right and there's there's nothing there's something sort of just joyous about about watching an american going you can do it sandra you can do it. i'm gonna do it i'm gonna I jump won't change to the my rock. mind because i don't have to because i'm an american i'm gonna jump to the rock okay you can do it and they go bam right into the lava and it's brilliant and i i, I really enjoyed I, that i've got to say i think the second episode <laughs> Was better than the first. I think the room was better in the second episode. The first was me. Eh. Well, we second. got onto the kitchen where they're on the kitchen one. Oh yeah, we've done the kitchen. Yeah, we've done the kitchen. It's good. It's great. It's very it's great. good. It's it's good Saturday night telly. We watch it only on the Saturday night. Well, it's I don't know about like that, Saturday that's, night telly. That's insane because I don't know what day it is at the moment. On Saturday but, night, we watched a documentary <laughs> about women running for office. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not a lie either. That's not a joke. It's true. PBS had this great series called uh, She May Be Next, and it's all about women of color running for office in the United States. I don't know why I laughed at that at all. (laughs) Well, because it's ridiculous. It's this effete intellectual public broadcasting alternative to, like, floors lava. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? I would be probably interested in that that program, dude. But sometimes I just want to see Americans fall over. That's right. Fall into water and pretend to disappear. Which is kind of why I watched Unsolved Mysteries. It's that same morbid curiosity. Curiosity, like where did this guy fall? He fell into a yeah, hole. Yeah, where did he go in the <laughs> lava? But but like yeah. I think the producers of the show like t- like they tell him to sell it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's oh, real yeah, lava. Yeah, yeah. Like so they go. Whoa. Well, that's the thing is that <laughs> oh, nobody's just a contestant funny. on a game show anymore. Now everybody oh. is auditioning for the world of yeah. being an influencer, and that that's what poisons everything now. It. I yeah, watched the fire uh, documentary again. And the whole time, oh, yeah. I'm just like, yes, suffer, die, sleep in a stupid tent. But then they got to yes. the part where the people in the Bahamas who ran the restaurant were all fucked over by it. And I'm like, ah, this isn't schadenfreude of fun. No. Well, the you know, like, we all, we all know where this conversation is going. <laughs> Stu, you know the, the popular TV show uh, Supermarket Sweep back in the I 90s? I do, I do. I, you know, funnily enough, right, it is a weird week this week. Because funnily enough, I've watched that for the very first time this week. Well, the old watched. one, the Dale Winter. No, no, one. I love the I love the Dale Winter, but I've never watched the, the new, new one. one. So, so let me just explain the premise to, to our American friend. Well, here. I we had a show called Supermarket Sweep. I don't know if it was the same thing. Okay, Probably. so the gist of it is you run around a fucking supermarket grabbing shit. Yes, that's the same one we had. Okay, so in in Britain, it was it was hosted by a uh, a chap who has now passed away called Dale Winton. He was kind of a bit of a a bit of a legend in a he kind of weird way. Total legend. Um, he was kind of like a low-key legend. And anyway, Dale, Dale passed away, and then they've handed it to this chap. What's his name with the teeth? Uh, Ryland Neil Clark. Ryland, Ryland who, Clark who, I, who, who I enjoy. He's a fine sort of host for things. He's fine. But like the contestants on that show are all very minor 
like like made in Chelsea celebrities, Instagram influencers, like, I'm a and they're too get me out of here type of people. Yeah, they're too confident on the screen. Yeah, right. Because you want the awkward, like, oh, I, you know, um, I just like. Yeah, to you want to see them uh, panic turtle. and mess up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you just want to see normal people yeah. who are doing this stuff. Not That's the thing. Social media people. has eliminated the normal people from all public life. Problem. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Even this show, it doesn't have normal to... people. We're all at our best and on stage, and, you know, the cameras are on, man. Yeah, we're Showtime. always on. Like, hey. Always on. Uh, no, I was just crawling to... into the room like a possessed woman. What the hell is wrong with these women? Diane's oh, trying to put an ice cube on? down my ass. Tara's crawling in like a possessed thing from the One grudge. by my bed. The boy the bed. By the bed. The double-ended dildo is by the bed. No, I wanted to yeah. just mention that I've finished the... Well, not my, but Kay and I finished the third season of The Wire today. Oh, oh yeah. snap. Y'all have finally caught up. The end of the third season was yeah. where I went. Oh, shit. This show is... I realise... Warning! 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 Spoilers for season one, two, uh, and three of The Wire. After one and two, I was like, fuck this show, man. But then season three ended, and I was like, this is you know why what, everybody though? loves I, The Wire. I quite like season two. I like see, I didn't see, mind season it. season two is very well, important. I, I like watching shipping containers move as much as the next <laughs> man's ship. No, but it's about <laughs> the larger picture of like where the drugs it come is, from. Is, totally. and And how the post-industrial decline of uh, Amer- white America is being devastated in a less intense but no less real way than black America. So I think it, it, it has a very interesting parallel structure to it. But I remember when we were talking about this uh, a couple weeks ago and y'all were like, oh, Ziggy's such a cool character. I really like Ziggy. I'm like, oh, no. But you know what? That's, people, that's like true. Games. Right. That's true about everybody on the wire. I really like this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, just It's like hey. on Game of Thrones. Like Ned Stark is such a great character. Oh, shit. Just wait. Well, at the moment, at the moment... Uh, and I I'm on season four. Oh, Rob's yeah, going to get married soon. Start, so be careful. But, careful. But yeah. McNulty's having a great time. Yeah. McNulty, right, McNulty really will just sleep with anything that moves. <laughs> yes, he will. He is, is he like, just... Kay's like, how does he keep getting all these women? Well, that's the well, thing is that it's not necessarily very realistic that uh, the women are attracted to him. Like, why are they attracted I'm, to him? He smells horrible. I'm attracted to, I'm attracted he vomits to on himself. Left. I'm attracted to Bunk. I think well, Bunk yeah, who isn't attracted to yeah, Bunk? Yeah, yeah, Bunk is so funny. He killed a rat with a gun! <laughs> and also, yeah. or a mouse, I, I guess. it hasn't come up, but Duke has played this clip on, on the show, but Clay Davis <laughs> saves, saves the shit. I have been waiting for this. Now, here's moment. the question. Have you guys seen the Spike Lee movie, the new one on Netflix, The Five Bloods? No, yeah. no, well, I know it's, a, it's, um, when, it's, like, it's like old Vietnam veterans, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's in it. And I was waiting the whole time, and the movie does not disappoint. So that's all I'm yeah. going to say. <laughs> like, the, uh, he, he knows what his watch. audience wants to hear him say. And he is happy to, you know, it's like Steve Martin going on stage and being like, excuse me. I'm going to say, I'm going to put Tara in a ruse. Right? Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, Tara, we should watch 
the Five Bloods film because it's an important film about <laughs> African Americans and their part in Vietnam War and post-traumatic stress disorder. And also it has Clay Davis saying, yeah. she. <laughs> totally appreciate your ruse, man. I beg your pardon? Your ruse. Your cunning attempt to trick me. <laughs> All right, are should we done talking about video games? Yeah, we visual should do that, stuff. Yes, <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, what's, where are you going? Story time's over, isn't it? What you been playing? I almost messed up there. What you been playing? But then I fixed that it at the last second. What you been playing? So don't worry about it. Also, yeah. I'm curious, do you happen to know what today is? Well, based on the fact that yesterday was the birthday of legendary Dutch flautist Franz Blutheim. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Franz Blueheim. Uh, right, anyway, spin the wheel. Games. Who's starting? Shit. I don't know. Chinny, mm -hmm. you got Roll a wheel or am I rolling the die? Wheel. I don't know, do some shit. Well, since Chinny is now AWOL and he's dead. <laughs> no, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out how to spell Franz Blueheim. It's, it's not how oh, you would think. It's oh, B, here it is. I spelled it out on the G Giphy. It's, uh, uh, where is it? Oh, here we go. Uh, B R U umlaut G G E N. Brilliant. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Here's the die. Hey, it's Stu's yeah. turn. Is it me? Yeah. Okay. Two says uh, Stu. I have been mainly playing The Last of Us because Chinny keeps harassing me. Going, have you finished it yet? <laughs> yeah. Have you finished yeah. that game? Play that game for God's sake. Have you finished it? Yeah. I keep texting Stu saying, "I'm here. Yeah. Where are you?" Like, well, get on with it. You I know, piece of I know. shit. Okay. Uh, I've got a problem. We know you had time because you didn't go to your friend's house. I know. I've got, I've got a problem, Stu, though. Don't worry. I've got fucking many problems. With yeah, this well. Uh-oh. Here's my biggest one that's happened this week. The honeymoon is uh, well, I do I like, right. Can't can I just... spoil anything. No, no, no. It's not a spoiler. Okay. But can is I just it a clarify? Stu spoiler? Can I just clarify? I do like the game. Okay. As I don't do wanna... I. As I don't do want I. people thinking I'm shitting on it just for the sake of shitting on it. Yeah. But... Something happened this week, right? And and Ellie gets all cut up about doing something, right? Uh -huh. After she's fucking stabbed about 50 million people in the neck with a knife. Correct. And then she does some shit, and she's all cut up and all like, oh, I'm so like, devastated. I know where you are. I know where you are. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right? It, this is a problem with Naughty Dog games, right? They try and have some sort of conscience, but... Yeah. They then go and spoil that conscience by giving you a mechanic where you can't just, you know, knock someone out. You have to you fucking stab You can't be moral in, in a, a post-apocalyptic world, man. I know. But there is no... And, and I'm sure there's no trophy in this game for completing it without killing anyone because that's impossible. That and even okay. if it were technically possible, it's obviously not what you're supposed to do. No, I don't think it's technically possible. I don't think you could finish this game without killing a person. Okay. I don't think that's the you point. Po possibly, but it will be extremely difficult. No, you can't. You but can't, it's, but it's clear that they don't you, want yeah. you to do that. Like that's, yeah, yeah. Game designs tell moral choices. There's no way. Like, there's certain areas where you can sneak past without killing anyone, but I tried to do it several times, yeah. and you can't. It's so no. hard. It is. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? They made this massive thing about having some sort of moral compass in this game and trying to be a bit more like, Oh yeah, we're gonna do it so like you know that you you feel bad when you do stuff, but you don't feel bad because you've just done a shit ton of bad stuff. Yeah, it's just like in, in Call of Duty when the you no know, Russians and you oh look you civilians being killed. What about the war zone we just left where all the civilians were killed in that? Probably we just didn't happen to see them up close. No, that's it. 
it's a slightly different angle than that. I know, but what I'm saying is video game developers have some nerve celebrating blood and guts and stabbing and revenge fantasies and then going, man, all this death, am I right? Yeah. And this that's the issue I have, I think. And I, I don't think it helps that the the way you stealthily kill someone is so graphic. You know, it ain't just a case of strangle them or, I don't know, just stab them once. It's like stab them in the neck, go backwards and forwards a few times to the left on the ground, gurgling. I don't know. I just... Yeah, because you have to get your hands dirty, man. It lets you know how I know, it but it's like, it's the same animation each time as well. So you do a lot of that fucking well, of stealthy kill shit. And the whole point of it is to make people go, oh, God, this is so intense, man. Shocking. It doesn't, though. It just You just well, become no. very desensitized to it all. Right. And then when something in the story happens that's meant to make you go, wow, that's fucking shit, man. You don't feel that way because of all the shit you've just like done as a, as a standard mechanic in the game. I believe you. Um, I, I, it's more like, uh, it's more like the, the, the movie 300 where yeah. you like kind of go, fine, let them live, you know, because you're just a psychopath and you're like, well, I'll let this one yeah. live, yeah, whatever. It's... It's difficult. It, I, you know, if they wanted to go down this route of shocking you in the game, what they should have done was make it possible that you just knock people out in an area and then you can just sneak through without killing anyone. But that's not the game they designed. And as a result of that, the, the story beats that are meant to make you go, wow, that's fucking shocking become way way less shocking and have way way less impact on and you, let's I be fair there's probably different groups of people working on different parts of the game so that you know one of them is like here's the standard way you deal with enemies and they have their approach and then this other group is like we want to have this moment that's really viscerally emotional and blah, blah, blah. but you know they don't realize that the one is going to make the other impossible well it doesn't make it impossible it just dilutes it greatly the thing is like i've got a list here of of things that um insane details that the game does that you might not that you might not notice okay give me an example give us an example so so in the game i didn't know this i only found this out today um when you uh sometimes you can press l2 to to zoom into something do you know what I mean? Yeah. To have yeah, a look. To look. To look. It's like draw your attention. The character squints their eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. So there's that another is. thing. Bandages become soaked with blood over time. Yeah. Uh, the other one is, uh, well, this is pretty obvious, this one. The, gl- uh, the glass physics are basically absolutely spot on. So they can knock things over. If you smash some glass, you can knock over things on a desk, like in the room. Uh, melee strikes can knock out teeth. Dude. Again, doesn't surprise me. Um, the, what else is the See, yeah, Chinny so thought this list of aesthetic details was going to blow Stu away. And now I know, like, it, eh. does, it no, doesn't no, no. really, because the game is very pretty. It is. I mean, it, when you play it, you're like, fucking hell, this is amazing. Some of the, some of the cutscene animations are just phenomenal. You know, so they, this, they are amazing. So this is one that's called, so the, the blood melts the snow. Interesting. So that is interesting. Do you know what's blood, also it's, interesting? It's warm, though? It'll melt the snow when it's on. You know what's even more interesting is how how all the bodies disappear. Bodies yeah, disappear because stuff, the uh, um, backstage um, crew <laughs> dragged them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Running out. It's, it's yeah. just a, again, it's places, a weird people. Thing. 
I'm sorry, I was going to say, it's a weird thing to bring up, but I guess they still can't, you know, not get, like, the disappearing Well, there's limitations, bodies. isn't there? I there well, exactly, that's a hardware limitation, and if they're going to make all these fine-tuned technical details like people squinting... Man. Bodies don't just disappear. But if they... I know, but that doesn't really take me out of it, though. And like, if they're going uh, to give you all those tiny details like characters squinting when they look at something, they have to cut back on graphic overload in other places. Yeah, Thus, yeah, no, I know why you do it, it but well, it is this, a funny thing. So this one's pretty good. Uh, if your oh. backpack gets wet, yeah. the items inside it also get wet when you take them out, such as notes, maps, weapons, all become wet. Mm, cool. Crazy. Uh, crazy. So that's the level of detail, and that's the stuff. That kind of stuff. This game is riddled with that shit, yeah. right? When you go through an area... You know exactly. I mean, you can look at the dead bodies and kind of work out what happened. Do you know what I mean? Like every room tells a story. There's little notes everywhere of stories and different things and blah 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 blah. Uh, and this game fucking nails that stuff, right? Absolutely nails it. Totally, it does. But there are, and I finished it by the way. Completely. So, how what was your total play time then? How long did it take? I think it's probably about twenty-seven hours. Yeah, it's a long so it's game. A long, it? It's a long game. When you think it's done, you're like, okay, yeah, well, I'm it's coming done. up to 15 now, so I've still yeah. got another seven hours to go. Well, no, yeah. fucking no, 14 hours. Or but you I think don't it's know. done? It's what a lot of hours. 12 hours. I you don't know. Think, I've oh, got a lot of hours. This is you're like, oh, this is this is it. This is the bit. And then you're like, oh my god, there's more shit. Um, you know, it, it does do it does do a bit of a Red Dead two so, on you when you think, how so, much more of this is there gonna be? So does that get uh, frustrating, or is it just like, you know, oh, okay, there's more? Well. I think it's it's tricky to go into without spoiling anything, but basically, um, my overall sort of issue with this is because the internet is, has gone crazy about the. I know, the I know. Stuff. I'm trying to. I, I keep so seeing I, shit flash up, and I'm like, "Don't look at it." Yeah, I've it, I've exposed it. myself to some of it now. I played the game with pretty much no idea of what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? So I played it as a person who had no influence on the massive sort of no i didn't i didn't know any of this sort of stuff going in i'm trying to avoid it now which is becoming increasingly difficult it's very difficult and i'm not going to say too much to you Stu. um but it's just it's it there are certain things that i'm like that sort of jarring to me that touch on the controversy do you know what i mean yeah like oh that's like weird but but then I find out the internet is fucking absolutely in uproar about this thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And like, then there's some things I'm like, that wasn't needed. Yeah. But then the internet spins it in a way where it's like, oh, that was awesome. But, you know, so I, I, I don't know. There are things I want to say about it, but I don't, I won't say cause no, because no, because I'm still getting there. <laughs> when Stu finishes yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll well, I've actually thought about, because I, there's no, there's no real likelihood I'm going to get a PS4 anytime soon and play this. So what I might do is like, Read a summary or like watch. You could watch. You, get, you could watch it all the. But I don't know if I want to watch thirty hours of it. No, you won't watch thirty. I guess hours. the cutscenes are all the that scenes. I really need, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and they'll I be. Mean, I'll be honest. I am going to try and get it done by. I'm on holiday at the moment. Yeah. I was meant to be in Croatia, but obviously not, mm-hmm. due to shit. Um. But yes, uh, I'm going to try and get it done by the end of this week. I'm going to try and put some at least two or three hours in every morning and but, try but and get it finished. My, without going into spoilers, my problem with it is that when characters make decisions that don't make any sense, 
Yeah. That is way more jarring to me than a body disappearing. Mm. Yeah, I haven't I don't think unless you can correct me, I think up to the point I'm up to, I don't I don't feel like there's been anything majorly like there's a, there's a couple of things where but like I think where you are yeah. right and you might know what I'm talking about here, the game takes a massive right turn. Right, and it just completely goes in a way like oh well, shit. It might, that might not have happened just yet okay so the, i'll, I'll tell you where i am right it doesn't this is just, not just say words but i'm going i'm going to the aquarium that's uh, where i'm uh, headed at the moment i'm headed off to the aquarium there you go that's where i'm off yeah. to so, so yeah yeah you'll, you'll kind of get into a point where you're gonna go okay <laughs> yeah okay is, okay i thought it would be um and and you will start to probably get like okay, I can see why people are pissed off here. Um, so I won't say any more than that. Well, it but... is weird, right? Okay, can I just say something at this point, right? I get people getting pissed off, right? But it seems like video games are the only medium where this happens. And no, I know it happens a little bit true. in movies, but most people don't go to a movie, they'll come out and go, fuck me, that character did something really stupid, I'm going to go and give them some grief. Well, on no, that's not I, true I, at all. That's totally not true. As soon as you have a character who, uh, you know, Captain America stands up against fascism, people are like, oh, what the fuck, man, Captain America's must we, be loving yeah. it. Mm, but I doubt, so I doubt the actor You just don't press, see it as so. much. Yeah, well, in Star Wars, yeah, they the, fucking, the, the actresses did get and they crowdfunded a remake of the goddamn movie and raised millions of dollars because they weren't happy with the way that it's social justice warriors. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I mean, people are always stupid. There are, well, yeah, there are, I'm not arguing that. So, so all the detail, all the sort of game design, the game part of this game is is absolutely top draw. There are, so you see, the thing is with the first Last of Us, and I know, Duke, you don't necessarily agree with the ending. But I recently played the first one, yes. and I can honestly say there is never really a moment in that game where I go, "This character, this character's doing something really odd." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, even, there's even none the of stuff that. At the end with Joel, he's not out of character. Because yeah, we had a we had a good debate on the show where yeah. Yushi was like, "I don't care if that was Millie, I would go in there and and wrap mm. everybody up and save her." And, and Duke was like, "Why is this world so dark?" So that's an that's a kind of that's an interesting sort of concept. Um, but there are there aren't many decisions in that game, and it, it is because it's a much simpler plot. Whereas The Last of Us Two is way deeper, right? Um, and there's a lot more things going on, which you'll yeah. get to in a bit, Stu. But yes. you know, there's there's a lot more to sort of get your teeth into. But therefore, a lot a lot of these characters just make decisions where you go, you really why like where did you come from? What's the purpose? This is the uh, and, and there's a lot of that for me um and there's a i think there's yeah there's a couple of things that are uh uh like the internet has gone in absolute uproar about oh, which i do insane. not i can i know the shit going down and the, one of the main actresses and i know who she plays yes is getting a lot of shit and i'm like I'm trying not to look at it because obviously no, I'm like, going to be a huge spoiler is, for me because obviously I haven't got to the stage where that's a problem. I don't. Think. No, no. See, see, yeah, it's and uh, there's, a, there's 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 issues I have, but it's not the same issues that that those people have. That idiots uh, have. Yeah, exactly. I have issues in sort of different ways, um, but yeah. At, at the end of the day, right? It doesn't. It, it's. Just, I find it absolutely incredible and ridiculous that 
people are condemning an actress for playing the part that was well, no, written by someone else. It makes just reading lines, you know. It's all fucking make believe. It's not even real. It's a fucking story in a video game. I know. Regardless of whether you like it or not, it doesn't warrant the, the abuse that people get over shit like this. That makes absolutely no sense to me. For me, like you know, aside from all this sort of mad stuff that the internet's sort of having a go at and and attacking all these um, actresses and stuff. Like for me, my my attitude is like, all right, there's a lot of things here, but if that's where they wanted to take, if that's where they wanted, you know, Ellie to to end up or whatever, you know, or Joel to end up or whatever, then, like, that's their decision. Do you know what I mean? To me, like that's mm-hmm. like, that, that if that's what they wanted the story to go like, that's fine. Like for me, I, I'm. It's not like I'm. Oh no, I'm completely sad or anything like that. I still think there's a lot of mileage in the franchise. Um. But like, people feel like they have some sort of ownership on this. Yeah, that's the problem: stuff. is that people feel like they own the characters, they own the story, and if it doesn't go generally where they want it to, then they feel betrayed. It's like on um, The Simpsons. It's the worst episode ever. I know it wasn't great, but what right do you have to complain? As a loyal fan, I believe they owe me. What do you mean they owe you? They've given you hundreds of hours of entertainment for free. I mean, if anything, you owe them. Worst yeah, I mean, it's ever. a little bit. I mean, let's be honest. It's a little bit like the Game of Thrones debacle. Yeah. Right? I don't, don't get me wrong, right? I thought the last two seasons were a bit shit, right? But I, I'm not going to be sending death threats to the Double Ds going, no. be you. Right, that's, right. That's, well, that's true. You deserve now, to die, you twats. Right. You know, now, whatever. that's obviously over the top. But I think it does show the fact that stories matter and... I don't believe that audiences are necessarily owed anything, but I do think that it's... The question for me is always, as a storyteller, what do you choose to do with your characters and your stories, and why? Because I really do think that in the case of, you know, take Game of Thrones, I haven't seen the last two seasons yet, so, you know, we can't talk about those specifically, but I do think that in general, there was an attempt, at least on the part of the show, because I only ever read the first book, of like, oh, you like this character? Ha ha, watch him die slowly. And it's like, that's a dick move for a storyteller to do just to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but, the, the, the you know, with with Game of Thrones, it's like, I, I quite like, because some of the irritating things to me is like, you know, someone like a like a character just, like, like a, I love Bond movies, right? But there's there's this sort of, thing that you have to let go of with a bond movie of like he's always gonna live he's always gonna get through it yeah and game of thrones was like hey the people at the top can fall you know the people that you like can go but but and, but and i hear you but at the same time like take the wire okay y'all have seen one two and three the seasons yeah i don't think characters die in that show gratuitously right it tends to be karma or like look how messed up this system is Right. But on Game of Thrones, I mean, you know, you look at interviews with uh, what's his name, uh, J- George R.R. R. Martin, and he's like, you know, I'm trying to show a you know, gray area and characters. But I think it's a lot of like, you know, hope is a myth and there is no God. And it's like, why is that the focus of your story? I think that's well, a messed up thing to do, do you know as a storyteller. You love the ending of Game of Thrones in that case. Well, I'm sure I will. You'll fucking why do you it. think I came all this way? Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I, for me, I was my attitude was like, hey, if this is where they wanted this this game to be, that's fine. Like, I'm 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 good so with let that. So let me let me ask you, Chinny, you've now finished, you've done the whole yes. game, you've done all that shit. What's your review noise for the game? I, mean, I guess it's a long one because it's a long game. 
Hold on, I haven't really thought about my review now, so let me just... I'm going to trial a few out for you, Stuart. Is that okay? okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, initially, I want to go... <sighs> How about that? Okay, I like that. I like There's a lot that. of depth in that, isn't there? There's a lot there of like, hey, well, hey this is good, and I'm like, okay, yeah. and then, you know what? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm going to go with, is that. Okay. Um, we all allow it. I, having <laughs> played them back-to-back, when I played The Last of Us 1, it was yeah. up there with one of my favourite games I have ever played. It's a good right? game. It is a good uh, game. I have played The Last of Us 2, and I love it. I think it's brilliant, and I will probably play it again. But... However, I didn't really think they did a good job in terms of making it believable in terms of what these characters would do. I feel like these characters make wrong moves and bad decisions constantly. And I feel like some characters were introduced for no reason or were very flat. And and they kind of like try... They go, like this character. Like, he's, 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 go on, like him. And I'm like, look, I just care about Ellie and Joel, really. Right. I mean, I can like a couple more. But for me, like The Last of Us, the, even the name of the game was about Ellie and Joel and their, you know, their kind of their struggle and their and their bonding and 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 it was so such a sweet story um which had such a sort of weird ending and it was just cool they just did something that that i thought i'd I'd never really seen in games whereas this is kind of like i've seen this before this kind of stuff but all the detail all the just little touches that this game has and and it's a great an absolutely brilliant stealth game i have to say because Yet you can play it as an action game, and you 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 know do end up being forced into action moments. Yeah, I was very going to say, I, I always start off with the best intentions. Yeah, you start. Stealthy. But the thing is about this game, which is which is something that I sort of learned, is that it's very easy to make it back to stealth again. You know, if it kicks off and someone sees you, yeah, yeah. you like just hide again because they lose. Yeah, you even even quick. if there's a dog on your tail, if you move around for long enough, it yeah. loses your trail. Shoot the fucking dog. Don't worry about the dog. Just shoot the fucking Chinese dog. Chinese advice. Yeah, the fucking... Shoot the fucking dog. Just Get shoot the, the bottle dog. Dogs, dogs are awful. Shoot them. shoot them. They're awful. But, um, but you know, th- this game is a really... I mean, like... Because one thing that I started to learn was... Was if you just sort of... Like, go, go left or go right... There's always somewhere for you to go. There's always something for you to crawl under... Or jump through or climb on... To get another way round this shit. Hey, um, sorry, I just realized Dan was talking smack about the theme song of the Wire. You're wrong, Dan. It's a good song, and yes, they sing it very differently in each of the different seasons. And I think I do like the first season best because it's uh, what's his name? The round and wire. Uh, but anyway, I think it's good each Waits. season. John Waite. John Waite. Uh, I must admit, I am with Tom Dan. Like, I am with Dan at the moment. I do think the very first season's theme tune is the best one. I agree I with that, but I the like second, the one in I like the second four. one, but the third one grew on me. I don't mm. remember which yeah. is which, but yeah. yeah but anyway, now, so you don't have to talk smack because they're all good. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> get the new Ta- Tara, likes, Tara likes the fourth one. She's like, oh yeah, I like the fourth one. I'm like, well, no. we'll find out tomorrow. Um. Anyway. Uh, I forgot what I was talking about. You were talking about being oh, there's always a route. Back yeah, there's always a route. So like, so like, the the there's a every every sort of battle area. Like I think every time you get into a battle, 
you're like, oh, I can go this way. Oh, there's a little gap I can squeeze through here, and I could go around that way. And it always feels great. And you're always kind of scrambling. You're like, I've just got enough Molotovs. I can just kind of put a fucking, you know, spike on a bat. I can, ju- and you're always just about getting by. And I think they fucking Ooh, nail this the shit yeah, out. That's of. just reminded me of something that happened uh, in the game, where where you go to a workbench, you normally assume that's going to be a safe area. Oh my god! That, yeah, that, fuck that. that! I was like, and I was, fuck. I was there at the workbench, undoing the gun, and I could hear the footsteps. You just, I'm like, you just hear, just what the fuck's going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, like shit, and I'm like, never check the fucking bedroom. What was I thinking? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I checked everything, and they still did come. it. So you can't actually get in that bedroom, can you? Until they decide to come out. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Ah, but that I'll be honest, right? Up to now, that's what have been one of my favourite moments in the game. Nothing to do with story or anything, but just such a, yeah. a very clever and cool moment. Yeah, I was, it, you're it, just it not expecting not. it because you just automatically think as soon as you find a workbench, you're going to be safe. And right. I'll be honest, right? I nearly didn't go in there. Because yeah, it's, I, it's a very passable area. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I went and looked at the door and I thought, there must be somebody in there. And then I actually went over. You know, you have to get the bin down, don't you, to get into the next bit. Right. And I almost climbed over and then I thought, there must be a way of getting into that building. So I went back over. So yeah. I climbed back over and I went back up and I'm like, oh, you go over the fucking van into the roof that's and there's it. a window that's open. The and that's when I figured out how to get in. So I could have quite easily not even gone in it. So because that's the thing, you think, oh, like this is such an outreach area. Like, yeah, they're, they're, this is probably just me picking shit up, kind of area. Yeah. And then you get. Yeah. It's, it's such, such a great moment. Whoever thought that up must have thought, do you know what? This would be such a clever. There's a few idea. of those though. There's a few of those because you're just not expecting it. There's there's one in the open area that you might have missed, um, of those, um. On sort of day one, and it, yeah, it's so good. They're they're uh, very clever, and I do, and I must admit, you, you do they do a really good job of just putting stuff in your peripheral vision that you just go because there's a bit where you go through some like uh, I don't know how you it's a bit like a motel, and as you climb up the steps, just to the right, there's like an open window on top of a balcony. That's thing. Right. Yeah, you go, huh? I can. I'm sure I can get there, and then you realise yeah. you can move. Uh, the same thing, move a bin, and you know you can. And climb it gives in. you a very valuable item. That. that yeah, yeah. That. Well, I. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. I think the valuable items crop up later in the game because I didn't. I I got to an auto save at one point, and I'd already picked up, you know, the pistol, so you can have the pistol holster. Yeah. Yeah. And then I restarted. We were watching the wire, so I had to take the disc out. But it had auto saved before I picked up the pistol holster. Right. So I went back into the pet shop, assuming that I'd just get the pistol holster again. And it was the rifle holster. So it was a completely different thing. Oh. So I was like, huh. So the game, I think the game will always give you that stuff if, eventually. I th- no, I think, yeah, I think it is dynamic. Like even with the, um, yeah. with the loot shit. Because yeah. when you put it on an easier difficulty, you get more shit. And there's there's a lot of drawers with nothing in them. And I yeah, think on yeah, easier yeah. difficulties, it's like it fills them all up a little bit more. Because the, on, on the survivor difficulty, on the hardest difficulty, you basically have nothing. And I was watching a video today, and they said the, the only way you get through it is throwing bricks and bottles and distracting everybody. Um, so yeah, so fuck that. I'm not playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, Why I would anyone play holes, that? By way? the way, in a safe later on. Yeah. So, so I, think, I, I think I'd say well, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a fucking good game. It is a fucking good game. Like I said, that moment was just such a 
such a brilliant moment. It, it was just I, like, what the fuck? I think it's better designed than the first game. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's definitely, it's objectively, technically better than the first game. Um, but I, I think I prefer the first game. It definitely feels more dynamic, you know, especially with a, a lot of sort of human enemies and clickers in the same areas and stuff and yeah. using the environment to your advantage and things like that. There's definitely a lot more tactical stuff you can do. You know, what I've decided, I think I, I enjoyed playing this game more than the first one, but I enjoyed the story of the first one better. Better than this one. Mm-hmm. I'll see how I've got. I'm not minding the story so much so far, but it sounds like it's going to take a bit of a curveball. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, there goes. Anyway, that's enough Last of Us 2 talk. Well, get it done so we can do a spoiler cast about it. Yeah, get it done. Come on. <laughs> right. Rolling the die. Hey, it's me. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk well, to about something. and I kind of went together. Yes, you did. Uh, so I've been playing some more Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Ooh. I don't have a sound clip for that. Here's a sound clip. Uh, yeah, that's, that's from Rocket League. I have been playing Rocket League 2 and Call of Duty, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. I posted this on Twitter. I think this is the best space game ever made. Whoa. I know. That's a big statement. And it depends, obviously, on what you're looking for. You know, if you want strategy, Stellaris is the best space game ever made. If you're looking for walking around on planets and exploring them, No Man's Sky is the best space game ever made. But if you're talking about hauling cargo, doing missions, space combat, this is the game. Because it's so smooth. I never get tired. You know, look, the, the main thing that bums me out about this game is that you don't ever really make progress on cleaning up the galaxy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You remember in San Andreas, there was a game mode where there were gang turf wars, right? Yeah. You, you could take over parts of the city. It would turn it. green. They would take them back, though. They would take them back. So you had to keep fighting to control them. But, you know, you could eventually take over the whole map, right? Yeah. In the old Battlefront Star Wars games, way back in the day, they had the Galactic Conquest mode, where you take over this planet, you take over that planet, and eventually you could take over the whole galaxy. In right? Far Cry 4, you could liberate the areas. Well, that's and, the thing. Yeah. There are control posts in all the Far Cry games, for, at least after Far Cry 2. But 4 uh, is the best one. Right. I mentioned so that. the point is that, yeah, there, that mechanic does exist in a bunch of games. It does not exist in this game. So yeah. you'll be flying toward a mission and you'll get, you know, you're on autopilot and then it will go beep, beep, beep. Autopilot interrupted by distress signal. But here's the thing. I never get tired of that. I'm always like, yes, I will help somebody. And so I'll go off and help them and they'll be like, I'm in a world of hurt. Can someone give me a hand? And I'll be like, yes, I am the hero saving this, you know, person transporting iron or whatever. <laughs> Take that bad guys. So that's a lot of fun. I never get tired of it. Um, one of the nice things that it has is there's escort missions, which is not nice, of course. But, but here's the two things they do really well to make the escort missions less annoying. One of them is that you just pair up and then you don't have to keep track of where your you know, quarry is. Right, so you just so what are you escorting? So you'll you'll escort. You know, there's there's a merchant's guild, and a lot of the missions there is you know this shipment of diamonds needs to get to this other system. You know, you are you escorting or are you escorting? <laughs> no, no, no. You're escorting cargo. You're not oh. escorting lonely men for you don't have sex with a, men. Right, exactly. Um, but you don't have to like keep track of where they are. You just fly near them, hit the button, and you pair up, 
and then you're just off together, which is really nice because you don't have to do all that annoying thing of like, you're going too fast, going too slow, you know, oh, I didn't see them for half a second, they got killed. It's nothing like that. The other thing that's nice is, let's say you have to escort three ships. It's not like you lose one and the mission is immediately a failure. If it's you escort three ships and you get 30,000 credits, then if you lose one, you lose 10,000 credits, right? Yeah, they fuck pay, that they, ship, dude. Yeah, exactly. I'm still in here okay. to get my 20,000. I mean, add like a family of four on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why was this ship being iron with a family of four? You don't need I, a they, family. Look, they snuck on. They were desperate. <laughs> well, that's their fault. Why are you snip, sneaking onto hey, a dangerous... You can sleep at night, Eric. That's your business. <laughs> yes, it is, Eric. Anyway, uh, so they do a good job with the escort missions. I don't hate them the way I usually hate escort missions. Do so, you cry at night, Eric? Yeah, yeah just that you don't care about the passengers who died on your escort mission. Absolutely do you hear their voices, not. Eric? Yeah, no, I, Eric. I celebrate their death. You're a horrible person. <laughs> Eric! Um, How horrible person. At one point, they're... There's this, there's these subplots, you know, and this gang used to roll with and someone says, hey, good to see you again, Juno. And you're like, hey, what can I do for you and all this stuff? And it's these two women who have this, you know, camaraderie. They used to be, you know, flying partners women. or whatever. Ugh, I know, right? Too. We have a female Ugh. character as a protagonist. You have to play as a woman. Ugh. Ugh. Women? But, I've had enough of them. But here's the thing. I've got to be very careful. My wife's in earshot. Yes, you do. In this game, these two women are fighting against this jerk who has taken over the gang and they they conspire to kick that jerk out so they can put another guy in charge of the gang why doesn't one of these women become in charge of the gang it's like no men have to be in charge of the gang that that was a little annoying but whatever um and here's the last thing i'll say about this game for this week uh i told you last week chenny that there is eight ball in the billiards in this game yes you can win credits by playing eight ball, and there was there, there was a mission in the game where you have to win a game of eight ball in order to get some information about this guy you're tracking. And I oh, thought that nice. was pretty cool because they like incorporated into the game. I'm like, all right. Well, I think maybe what it's it's game design 101, isn't it? Like try a little bit of everything well, of sure. what this game offers, yeah. and then you might like some of it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? But and. PTA. I expect that if I had lost, I would have been able to buy the information or whatever. But still, I, I, when that happened, I was like, oh, I have to win this game now. So I had been playing some games of 8-Ball that were like, whatever, hit it as hard as you can. Let's see if I can get balls to go off the table. You can't. Uh, but once that mission started, I was like, oh, I have to win this game. How many balls does he have left? How many balls do I have left? What's my position after I hit this one in? And mm. I won. Yay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I think you could always... Of the cure bizarre. <laughs> no, that's not an yeah, option. There you go. Surprisingly, you can't do that. That's one of the things I love about Red Dead 2 is that, you know, you lose a game of uh, poker, you stand up and kill everybody and take your money back. Shoot everybody, yeah. 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 But this game, despite being called Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, you can't do that. What's up with that? <laughs> Listen, look, you can be an outlaw, but when it comes to pool, we ain't fucking around. You are going to fight with honor, goddammit. It's like the Sunday morning rule in The Wire. It's like, look. Yeah, right. Oh. Like, no, we can't. He went after my grandmama's hat. We can't fight over pool. That is just too low. He popped her crown. That's what he kept saying. Oh, Omar. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's awesome. I'm loving it. Like, I never get, you know... You know me. My attention span doesn't tend to last with story games very long. But what? with this one, I'm just keeping on it, keeping on it, keeping on it. I'm really enjoying it. Big thumbs up. Yeah. Yep. 
And I should think so. It, it, I said to you, how long ago did I show you this game when it very first was announced? I'm like, this is going to be for you, June. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just that I'm a cheapskate and I had to wait for it to be on sale. I or, know. Actually, I, I didn't know. even wait for it to be on sale. I happened to get $10 off. But the reason I went to it is because I got... It's because I started writing this science fiction story about the people on the spaceship, Nimbus X, part three, coming soon. And uh, I got in the mood to play a space video game, and then I played a whole bunch of free and cheap ones. And I was like, this isn't scratching the itch. And finally I gave in and tried this. But you know what? By the way, Armour in the chat said he's going to listen to episode one of the Veteran Gamers and listen to them all back again. On purpose? Do you know know why that is? (laughs) Do you know why that is? He's because really the more recent ones are terrible. Yeah, that's true. Pretty it's much. like Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. Um, Started well, but fucking hell, man, it's terrible. Now. But if this game didn't exist, I probably would have played Elite Dangerous. So, Stu, you should be angry that I found this, because, you know. No, that, I love, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. No, I'm happy you want that me to play fine. Elite Dangerous. You're enjoying this game. Yes. The only thing I'm, I'm hesitant about is hearing about this game for the next... 14 years <laughs> yeah that, that like is that. a problem oh you didn't show my ship i got a new ship and i painted uh-huh. it because the last you one didn't was, show my ship uh, my the last ship. one i, mean, I uh shit okay I know, Stu, I know when you're done i yeah. want you to stop doing that please <laughs> <laughs> that, the last one i had was i did it watchman style with the cool smiley face with the blood splatter oh this yeah. time i was like i'm gonna do it v for vendetta style so i put the it took me a while to get it right because i had i tried it painting it red and i'm like eh, i had to make black wings and i was like that's eh, too much work so eventually i just painted the whole ship black and then i put the v logo on the wings and then on the bottom i put the the um the the face the mask the guy fox mask and then I put the Scarlet Carson right in the middle. And I was like, yeah, I got a Scarlet Carson for you. What? Verily, in view, a humble vaudevillian veteran cast vicariously as both victim and villain by the vicissitudes of fate. I find that movie pretentious. That movie's awesome. You are wrong. <laughs> England prevails because I say it prevails. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, that's Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. Moving on. Right. Rebel Galaxy is good okay, game. Okay, rolling the uh, dice. Chitty. Yes, have you got anything turn. else to talk about? Have you played anything else? I have not played. Yeah, anything I thought I'd check before he started rolling his dice again because there's no, no point at all. Yeah, no, I haven't played still... anything else. I've just been hammering The Last of Us 2 because yeah, it's fucking long. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I'm going to talk about a non game. Stu doesn't have that problem. He'll just play all sorts of things. I play all sorts of shit. I'm going to talk about a non game because I haven't fired up Tribe on my VR headset for a long time. You, you could say Tribe. that you haven't fired up your VR headset for a long time. No, 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 no. I'm still dipping in out. <laughs> I'm always dipping. Uh, but it's yeah, Tribe, what? which is, is obviously the DJ app. I haven't, I haven't played on there for a while. This, obviously this, got... this is the game that got you into DJ. It is. It is. It is. It is. Uh, so I haven't played it for a while. So I thought, you know what? I'll see what they've made, any changes and stuff. You know, what's changed since I last, you know, gave this game a go. Changes! Time oh, to change oh, the app. oil. I don't suppose it's a game, more of an app. Uh, they've changed quite a bit. There's been a lot of changes. Mm. They've made some under-the-bonnet stuff, you know, like made things more sensitive and, you know, change the jog wheel so that you can do backspins easier and all that kind of stuff. So oh, that's kind of cool. backspins. But... Uh, what they have changed, they've, they've added like a display in the middle now, in the center of the, the decks, mm. which gives you the over and under waveforms, which obviously you didn't have before because it's just like one on one deck, one on another. So this helps if you visually make beat matching as well as sort of, you know, listening to the beat matching as well. So I had a little go. 
it, it feels so different now using that to a physical one. Uh, and I'll be honest, I sort of prefer the physical by quite a bit. Analog. Just feel the music. Yeah, I like touching shit. I do yeah. like touching shit. But, I can get you in jail, that can't you? I know, I do like touching knobs. Um, but I, I've, I've got to say, I still can't, once I got the hang of it again, because it did take a little bit, because the jog wheels are way more sensitive uh, in Tribe than they are in real life. You know, you can do some very subtle, subtle sort of, you know, beat matching. And then you sound like a hipster now. You know, with vinyl, there's just so much more sensitivity. Yeah, there's, 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 there's a certain actually, feel to it, the, the record you're hanging yeah, on the actual disc. I use a Roland. It's got all the drum yeah. beats in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 808, yeah. 909, 16 by, divided indeed, by indeed. 6. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but I did, I, did, I did a bit of mixing for about 30 minutes or something, you know, just mixing tech house and stuff. Uh, and it was kind of cool. You know, so I think, like, as an alternative, if you just want to, you know, you don't want to actually, like, turn everything on. If you've got, and if you ever, you know, had that inkling to have a go, you know, if you ever fancied having a go. Buy a fucking Oculus Quest. That's if you've got, no, if you've already got a VR headset of some description, <laughs> yeah. you can't, you can All do a lot people. worse. <laughs> you can do a lot worse than this. Yeah. Uh, to have a go and like I said they keep on adding new stuff they've done a lot of stuff for multiplayer and back to back and stuff but I haven't really tried that out because I don't have people who also have this to, to sort of back to back with No, you do. Not. which is a bit weird I have done it I've done it before I sort of got my physical deck and it is weird to see the other person's avatar stood next to you talking to you Mm. It is. It is a bit strange. Is it? Is, um, do you think it's something that you like doing on your own? You know, like a kind of bit of personal space. No, no. I actually would probably enjoy to do a bit of proper. You enjoy. Stuff. You enjoy sort of playing with your knobs. I, like, like, I like, enjoy getting it you, on with someone. You like else. the idea of somebody else watching you do that. Well, what they've, what they've also integrated, although I haven't seen this in action yet, but they've integrated people joining like in the room that you're mixing in and their avatars can be in the room. I couldn't think of anything more. I know. Awkward. Yeah, so they can be dancing in their living room yeah, with their VR headset. Wouldn't you like to have a virtual really dance party with, you know, it's like PS Home. Room. So this is why I'm thankful that, I, that I'm married. Because <laughs> if I was single and, and like I wasn't even playing there's nothing wrong with playing the game but if i'm just standing <laughs> listening to somebody no, in no, the no, you're at a virtual dance. nightclub man <laughs> i think that's where i'd be like what's the matter with you look you can just dance get, out, get a woman dance. or a man yeah, you know or what? a that's, dog that's a Stuart, that makes sense for about 30 seconds i'm dancing in this virtual oh my god i'm gone yeah yeah i'm dancing no uh, so, do you know what? Big props to the Tribe developers. They keep on adding stuff constantly. So, it's they're like always in, uh... updating this thing. And like I say, from not having played on it or giving it a go for probably two or three months. It's quite a long time since I last gave it a go. It's like in Brooklyn uh, Nine-Nine when they, go to that, when they go to that silent nightclub and everyone's got the headphones on. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty I've much been, this. I've been to one of those. Oh, Christ. It was terrible. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't like anything like that anyway, let's be That's honest. That's true. I don't like... Um, yeah, but it even defeats a, the purpose. Like, you're going to go to a rave, go to a rave. Yeah. You're go to yeah, a nightclub, just, go to a nightclub. There's plenty of them going on in Manchester at the moment. Well, there you go. Oh, come on, Stu. That's a low <laughs> It's true. Yeah, but it's, it's an easy that's an easy hit, isn't it? It's not obviously usually yeah. the case, Stuart, so it's not yeah, a very yeah. valid argument back yes. at us. Think uh, of a better one, please. Okay. You got told. 
Anyway, uh, Duke, back over to you, I guess. Yeah, back over to me. And now it's time for a special feature. Bitch, bitch, bitch. I love the fact, right, that wherever you got that clip from, there's always you in the background going, yeah, yeah, I got it from Breaking Bad. It's from Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's got the Breaking Bad connection is what I'm saying. But anyway. Yeah, no, I don't know who you were talking to or how that ended up. I was up talking to it. you, you numpty. Uh, okay. We were all talking about what it should be called. Anyway, uh, here's the thing. I bought a game so that the Duchess and I could play a game together. Yay! Uh, the game is called Biped. And oh, I thought it was The Last of Us 2. <laughs> I know. I know. We're going to have a fun time playing yeah, You'll this enjoy game. this. It's a really happy story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so here's Biped. what I did. It's called Biped, and there's these two robots, and you each control one of them. And mm. I... We, I recorded a little bit after the first level, and then I recorded a bit after we finished playing the whole thing. So, here's what we said after the first level. Okay, so we just finished the first level of Biped. What are your impressions so far? And we'll come up with more reports as we go through the game. So there you go. That gives you a little taste of what the first level was like from the yeah, Duchess's the point of view. Team. Yeah. Uh, it's depth. nothing to do with beatboxing. So here's the idea behind it. Uh, each of you controls one of these little robots, and you have to do things together, right? So, you know, you know how this works. It worked in Portal, co-op. It's a lot of co-op games, Army of Two, whatever. You, you know. <laughs> how yeah. do you go the, the classics. Well, I'm just, Army of Two. <laughs> I'm thinking of games where you have to do co-op stuff together more than yeah. just happen to shoot oh, everything on the screen. Just Army of Two is a game that I don't think of very often. Yeah, yeah like well, Overcooked I could have got with. Yeah, Overcooked. But but you could do Overcooked yourself. You can, but it's hard. Right. You could do Army of Two. Right? I'm yeah. sure you probably could. My point is that it's the type of game that's designed to make you work together and you have to accomplish challenges sort of laterally thinking, right? Someone steps on the square box and then you can walk on the square platform or whatever it is, right? But here's the thing. There's a twist in this game because it's not, you know, in, in the Portal game, you just push to the left and your guy goes to the left, right? In this game, one person uses a controller, one person uses the mouse. And in order to walk with the mouse, you hold down the left mouse button and you point that up, pick your leg up, and then you point where you want that leg to go. And then you push the right mouse button and that picks up your other leg. So you have to walk in this really convoluted way. And on the controller, it's even worse because you're, you're pushing up to move the leg up and then down to you, you let go of the controller, the thumbstick, and it'll put the leg down and you're supposed to put, pick the other leg up and move it forward. So walking, the most basic thing you do in any video game is a huge pain in the ass. So we got through about two levels before we were both like, you know what, fuck this. And here's what we said when we got done with the second level. All right, so we just finished playing a few sections of Biped. And uh, Duchess, what are your thoughts? Um, It's cute, but it's also very difficult. And especially with a controller. And I'm bad at it. <laughs> no, I think it's it's one of these games kind of like totally realistic delivery service or whatever it was called where it's frustrating to move it on purpose because that's supposed to make it wacky and like challenging and ultimately it's just really really frustrating and i don't i don't like those kinds of games in general because they're 
they're supposed to make you laugh at yourself by how bad you are, but it's just frustrating because you can't get over the challenge and stuff. So, eh, it's cute. I, I don't know. They seem to be doing all right when they're doing this hovering thing. Any last thoughts or beatboxes? Yeah, but hang on. So let me finish this sound clip, and then you can start talking. Stuart. I thought that was Shut you up. coming back. <laughs> you can't just ask for beatbox. Okay, well, beatbox I thought I'd has give it, to come. I thought I'd give it a shot. Thank you. For- <laughs> Alright, so that's the end of the sound clip there. You were saying, Stuart? Uh, I was saying it looks okay when you can start doing the skating thing. Yeah, yes, I think that's... the only game that nails this kind of like you 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 are can't move your body because you're an idiot type game is Gang Beasts. And the reason why that works is because it's like you're in fight and that's it. I think right. I think there is that, but also I'd, I'd have to argue Octodad as well does it pretty well. Yeah, because I quite enjoyed Octodad. Millie and I played that, and we laughed a lot. Now, if I could address I heard, Stuart's I point heard, from though, ten minutes ago, I have Sorry, dude. What did you say? If I could address Stuart's point from ten minutes ago, the skating part is great. If that were how you moved always, that would be great. But as you can see, there's stairs. You have to climb up stairs the awkward way. And the part where we gave up, it's not only not possible for you to skate on it. The ground you're on is this floating platform and every time i if i'm the blue dude if i step on it it turns pink and then the duchess had to take one step and it turned red and then i had to take one step so it turned blue and it went back and forth like that and there's these vines in the middle so you have to maneuver your way over the vines taking one step at a time while it's changing colors and if you take one wrong step you plummet to your death so you, it, it, the skating part is great. It's just that it was designed in certain spots to make it impossible for you to do it. It, it sounds like a lot vines. of them. <laughs> the Duchess just said that it was fine without the vines. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. That's what she said. But Stuart was talking over you, so I don't know that anybody heard Shut it. up, Stuart. Oh, she told you. Yeah, I've been schooled. Yeah, anything else, Duchess? Hi. <laughs> All right, thanks. There you go. Right, so you said uh, Octodad worked well doing this? Yeah, I do, Gang Beasts, I think, because well, you just got to beat the shit out of each other, and it's dumb. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, this and, you know, the, the, the total reliable delivery service game, I feel like that's where... I feel like we're the wrong age for that game. Like, I honestly think if you give... Because kids are idiots, so... They will play the same thing yeah. over and over again right. and think it's brilliant. You know, the, the kind of people that play the same game constantly and over and every week and every week. What kind of an idiot does that? Well, cool idiots um, if it's the right game. Yeah, I can't <laughs> think of anybody that would do such a thing. But anyway, kids are sort of happy to sort of repeat the same joke over and over again. Yeah, like... Anybody who's like, you know, you know, when a kid goes, oh, well, pick me up and throw me on the settee or something like that, you know, they, they just never get bored of that right. stupid Peek-a-boo stuff. Peekaboo so, if you're a young kid, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, I feel like total, these, these games are great, especially the total reliable delivery service because it's just yeah. an open world, dumb, right. yeah. like, game. Yeah, let's see how funny. hard it is to fly a plane and then crash it into stuff and whatever. Yeah, and that's, that's the funny. thing. But that's the thing. This game is like half that but it's half like actually interesting challenges and like puzzles that i was having fun with 
and I wanted it to be like this one that we're looking at on the screen right now. You, you know, one person, you step on the circle and then you step on the square. And once you step off of the one and it, the other one retracts, so you have to do it kind of quickly. Like that was a cool yeah. puzzle and I was into that. And then it became, yeah. you know, oh, you're both going to fall off a hundred times because this vine is going to get in your way. And it's just like, why? Why does it have to be that? Mm. So. Yeah. No, I, I, anyway, I, I think, I, you know, like I said, it's fun. And maybe if you were more committed to it, like maybe we just didn't stick with it long enough. But again, no, I, I don't think that's the case. I think so I was trying to think who might enjoy this. And it's possible that people might enjoy it if they're really committed to it. But you're yeah. going to have a lot of pain and frustration along the way. I think you just on it there. It's like, who who is it for yeah, this game? Because right. it doesn't really seem to find its audience, really. Yeah. Um, hey. Hey, it looks cute, though. It is yeah, cute. It is cute. I love the aesthetics about it. The music's good. The sound quality is great. Oh. I think if this developer made up their mind which one they wanted to make, like if they wanted to make a puzzle game, I think they could make a great puzzle game. It's just leave out the stupid walking mechanic. All right, that's Biped. Stu, what do you got? Uh, final thing is another VR game. Another VR game. Another VR which I bought ages ago and then thought, oh, I've not played this for a while. I reckon I'll give it another go. go uh, is, it, which is, is it a cool whip? It's a cool game. What? It's a cool game. Oh, cool. Uh, which is Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip. Pistol whip. Uh, so yeah, I played a bit more Pistol Whip. I did about. I did some. Of, they've got. They've introduced some new levels. So I was like, oh, I'll have a go at these. Uh, they are fucking hard. I mean, some of these oh, levels. The, the reminder of this game is that you're kind of on rails, but it's all to me. You kind of on rails. People, right? And you've got to dodge every bullet that's coming towards your head. Uh-huh. Uh, Good advice for life. It is. It is. They can shoot you as much as you like in the body. But don't right. let them shoot you in the head because that's not you. good advice for life. Really no, your headset recognizes they've shot you in the head. Now, wait a minute. What about between your head and your body? In other words, do you have to protect your neck? Uh, no, no. Don't play the song. Don't play the song. I'm not gonna play the song. I'm gonna let your brother Pete don't enjoy play. that don't moment play. because it's a uh, great it's moment a for those who know. This game is a lot of fun. The music's cool. And you've just got to shoot shit. I'd, I'm sure when I first played this, it was automatically two-pistol mode. But for some reason, now there's only one pistol. And I don't know whether there is a two-pistol, because I want to go all fucking John Wick and you wanna shit. You want to go akimbo. Yeah, yeah I want to fucking shoot every fucker with two pistols. But I don't know. I need to look in the settings and try and work out where the two-pistol mode yeah. is again. Does it get boring, this? No, it's, it's pretty good. Why uh, but... does it not get boring? Because they they they're pretty creative. The levels. It looks boring. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not. not saying that. I'm not saying that to be funny. It looks boring. It's like, not. Well, boring. Here's what it's I would say. Strange. Super hot kept it from getting boring by changing up the types of enemies you had. Yeah. Changing up. Yeah. The you get a bit of that in that. Some of them have like motorcycle helmets on, so you have to shoot them like three or four times or something. Fair enough. But what they also do is that as the levels get further in the levels. It gets more creative with the placement of as the levels enemies. get further in the levels. Oh, yeah, you know, you know what, what I mean. <laughs> as you get further into the game I and see. you open new levels, although you don't have to. I mean, this is one of those great games where actually you get all the levels from the from the outset, so you can play any level you like. Hmm. So you can do whatever you want. Uh, but yeah, as you get further in the game, they, they're more creative as to where the enemies are placed, and there's just more of them. Sure. So it, 
it becomes steadily more overwhelming as to how quick you've got to react and shoot everybody. Yeah. And obviously, the quicker you shoot people, the more you shoot them on the beat of the music, the more points you get. And I, so it's like a score attack game, pretty much. Yep, that's pretty much it. So it's all about score attacking. It's like how much, how many points in there, and it's about perfecting the levels. Yeah, it's like Guitar score. Hero. Yeah, it's about getting so better rhythm, each time. action, instrument. The, the enemies are, are always in the same place. Yeah. So you never get it's not randomized. Every like level. Like Guitar exactly. Hero. Yeah, it's exactly the same, and it's like about Urkel. perfecting. Like how how to get the highest score possible. So there you go. It's good. Definitely recommend it. Well, all right. All right, Duke. Yeah, I got one more, and then we'll be done. Nice. Hugh. <gasps> is a I game. This. It's free. Yeah, it's the color game. It's free yeah. on Epic Games Store right now, or it was when I. Yeah, it still is. Okay, good. Um, you know Limbo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Limbo. What if we had that, but with colors? Oh. Nah. <laughs> Fuck that. That's, that was a live recording of the development uh, conference for this game. What you just heard yeah. was the creators of Hue. And you know what? Look, as far as that goes, it's good. You know, Limbo's a great game. If you're going to rip off a game, like you have a lot worse things you could be ripping off. Um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna rip off Vampire Rain. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. that's a good one to choose. That is. Yeah. But yeah. I gotta say that the the worst thing about this game is the pseudo metaphysical bullshit that it gets into right away with. You know, there's this story in the form of letters, and it's this woman talking about I did research into colors, and you know the color that you see that is violet. There happens to be a form of color that's not visible to human. And I'm hearing this. I'm like, yeah, it's called ultraviolet. You're acting like this is some major secret of the universe. What? Of course what there's colors about? that humans can't what? view. What? Huh? I know, right? Yeah. And oh, then they get one. into, like, oh, if I'm in that realm, like, do you even see me? Because if you can't see me, do I cease to exist? No, stop it. Once again, we're back to this nonsense of every fucking first-year philosophy student. Dude, the table's not there, you know. The table's not there. And then the other guy like who studies math or something smacks his head into the table. Is it there or not? As Ricky Gervais once said. And then his beret falls off. Uh, okay. Meanwhile, the more important questions of like, the caterpillar asking alice who are you that's a much more difficult question to ask it yields better video games like the swapper and and others like that but that most game developers aren't ready for that so it's much easier to go into like what the, is real how do i know the color blue to me is the color blue to me? the video game version of the caterpillar asking alice who are you he gets a gun out and shoots you in the face <laughs> that's true exactly she says the wrong things i and hardly know goes, who i am <laughs> Who were you? Yeah, there you go, biatch. Um, <laughs> the, as you know, I tend to enjoy puzzle games that don't require a lot of timing, unless it's a game built around that, like Super Meat Boy or whatever. Uh, this game starts in with the timing right away. So you get access to different colors, and you start off gray, and you get blue, and then you get purple. And, and you know, as soon as you get two colors, I think, it becomes you're hovering over this, wall, you know, this bed of spikes. You're going to die if you touch the spikes. There's no platform. You have to jump and then change color so that you can see the platform, land on it, jump again, freeze. I don't like. I don't like the kid. 
Why don't you like the kid? He's exactly <laughs> like, like the kid the in kid. Limbo. No, no, the Limbo kid's fine. What's the difference? Don't like this kid because he's, little... he's got a weird quiff finger. He's got a, he's a bit more cocky, isn't he? He's oh, walking around like he's, like he's owning yeah. the place. Stay focused. Right. This is not the problem with this game. It's the kid. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the problem is... I just don't like him, Duke. Well, you can not like him. I'm not asking you to like him. I'm asking you to shut up so I can tell you what I think. He's got a tie on. I don't like him. He's full of himself. He's got a tie. I only talk about a tie. He's got a tie on. Yeah, it's totally smug. That's what he is. He's like, look at me. I can jump over these spikes. I thought you were going to complain about the hat. The hat would make sense to complain about, but I don't even see a tie. That's his quiff. Okay, fine. He's got a quiff. I didn't know that name for a hat. That's his hairstyle. Anyway, no, that's quaff. No, it's not. The it's word a for a hairstyle is quaff. Oh, that's why on the fucking country, mate, it's a quiff where uh, I come from. Okay, well, it's then a... I don't understand because on The Simpsons, when Lisa goes to get her hair done, she goes to a place called Turn Your Head In, C-O-I-F, which I would pronounce quaff. That's why can the I, joke can is Can I just check? Is that in America? There you go. Okay, fine. Maybe it is in America. In this country, it's a quiff. Fine. You have a weird name for the word quaff. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, the point is that when you have to switch colors on the fly, it does a nice thing and it slows the game way, way, way down. It doesn't freeze it. So it's like Fallout 4 vats rather than Fallout 3. And yeah. I would much rather it freeze it, but it's okay because you get enough time to figure out what you need to do and make the adjustments and whatever, whatever. It also has this thing where you can probably tell based on what you're looking at on the screen, but I will keep it vague in case anybody's about to play this or plans to someday. Uh, you remember in Portal, there are certain mechanics that you use and only after you use them like 50 times do you realize like, oh, this makes this other process much easier. Mm. Well, they, they, that happens in this game too. And when I finally I figured it out, I was like, oh my God, I've been really thinking about this game in a much more complex way than I needed to. You, you think you're too smart. I that's guess. The thing. You're like, like, oh, that, that's what happens in in Portal 2 yeah. and Portal 1, it's like, oh, it's this, it's this, it's just, no, you shoot on there. You <laughs> right, twice. exactly. Yeah. So when I did that, you know, it, it's it, it's a cool moment because not very many games have those. And it is sort of akin to the moment in The Matrix where Neo says, you're telling me I can dodge bullets? And Morpheus says, no, I'm telling you that when you're ready, you won't have to. And uh, that's pretty cool. I like that. The thing I don't there's, like about this game. Sorry, go ahead. I, there's a lot of white liquid in this game. Which is unsettling it's to me. It's water, man. It's like high relief against the black. Um, I agree that it's weird. It looks but... like spunk. <laughs> yes, yeah, well. Jenny. It looks like Did spunk. Did you have to take it to this level? It does. Why is he wearing a purple bikini or a pink bikini? I don't know what's going oh, on here. It's not. Oh, a, it's just he's getting the color. Oh, oh color pink. No, it's It's violet. a good job he's not the color purple. You'll get. It is purple. What are you talking about? That's pink. It's but you get pink later right. on. You are colorblind. Yeah. Okay, he's got the color. It's pink. It's purple. Why don't pink. you take it up with the developer, Stu? Yeah, pink. Anyway, the it thing that It literally says, that purple is at the very end of the <laughs> It's purple. <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> All right, Clay. Uh, here's the thing that bugs me about this game. There are some levels where you have to move quite a few boxes around. And... Yeah. You know, change it to this color so you can see this one and move it to the other side of that and whatever, whatever. One wrong move and all the boxes are set back to where they were. Nice. Which 
I you like know. that challenge in a game. No, fuck that challenge because Portal doesn't <laughs> do that. With Portal, you get a certain way and then you mess up a little bit. It's like, you know what? We're not going to make you do all that stuff over again. Here you are where you just were before you fell off the platform. And I know that, you know, this game may have been made by one or two people. It's a lot to ask, but I do think that's becoming standard. And I, I would rather not have to do the whole level over again. It's not a huge deal, but it is kind of annoying. So. Yeah, fair enough. But in general, yeah. I'm really liking it. Um, I expected to play it a little bit just to have something to talk about this week, but I think I'm going to finish it because in it's all in fun. all seriousness, I have heard very good things about this game. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, thumbs up. I'm liking it. Mm. Very good. Yeah, as as limbo Hugh. ripoffs go, Hugh is a good one. Yeah, Hugh. Hugh's got a good Hugh. quiff going on there. Right. Hugh. All right. Anything else to talk about with games? Uh, no, I'm done. Nice quiff. Putting news first. Yes, we have got news, by the way. There is some news. Oh, my God. We haven't had uh, news for 16 years. I uh, know. EGX 2020 is officially cancelled for this year. <gasps> Good. Yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> we also go in anyway. Uh, he says this. It, it is with a heavy heart oh, uh, that we must announce the cancellation of EGX 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It is we... with a very light wallet. Yeah, we love we love our flagship event, and we love our money. Carry on. This wasn't a decision that was taken lightly. Given the current climate, we just wouldn't have been able to put on the awesome show our fans expect. We can't justify ripping you off without staying within the guidelines. Thank you to our fans for your support and for bearing with us during. Please don't go away and come back Uh, next year. And to everyone who has worked really, really hard to try and make EGX 2020 happen. Um, the version of that is, um, we've got to thank the employees because they'll feel left out if we don't. We're sorry. We're so sorry. We won't be able to see you in person at the show like we had hoped. We don't like seeing you in person. but Hello. you Sorry. You, you smell, but you also give us money. So it's a bit of a... A juxtaposition that we're put in. It was going so well then until Duke decided to play a soundbite. We were doing all right. I'm trying to uh, prove you right, Stu, so you're welcome. But we are already planning for the epic return of EGX in 2021. We're not dead. Please give us money. Yeah. We want to continue to provide you with your gaming fix. So later on this year, we'll be joining forces with PAX Online to bring you an around-the-clock 24-9. What the fuck is 24-9? Low 24-7, but better. Yeah. Only last nine days. Yeah, digital event from the 12th to the 20th of September. No, it is only eight. Uh, this huge online show will celebrate the very best in gaming from across the globe and will host some of your favorite EGX features, including playable games, Let's Play content, and meet and greets. To find out more about EGX Digital, click here. Here's go. another way that we can kind of rip you off, but it's not really putting all our eggs in one basket. Until we meet again, take her and carry on smashing through levels, the EGX team. Until we get your money off you again, fucking don't forget about yeah, it. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, not a surprise. No. Not a surprise. Not shocked. Nope. Not shocked. It is a surprise how long this fucking thing is going on for, but <laughs> it's not a surprise. Yeah. Not a surprise. Uh, okay, UK House of Lords. Says Ooh. loot boxes are gambling and should be regulated as such. Wow, I, I, I thought sorry. this was settled. I, 
Are you saying that the people at the House of Lords yeah, have come to a decision that that is common sense? Yeah, you loot boxes are wow. gambling. Jesus Christ. Loot boxes are gambling. I didn't there think any games even uh, had them anymore. Yeah, LA Noir VR developer is working with Rockstar on an open world VR game. Dude. 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 Rockstar. Okay, VR. That's it, Chinny's gonna get a VR helmet. Yeah, well, fucking hell, L.A. Noir and Rockstar combined is two favorite things. Well, L.A. Noir is in VR. I know. Already. But the people who did the VR case files is now working with Rockstar to make a full on open world VR uh... game. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck GTA 6. Let's get this shit done. Hey. There ain't going to be another GTA 6 for like seven years because they're making like $5 billion a day. Brilliant. B, um, uh, yes, I'm going to buy a Quest because I'm that low. And C, well, there isn't a C because the A and B are so great. There you go. Uh, and the final little bit of news, something for Duke. I have got something for everyone tonight. <laughs> got this for you, Duke. Amazon Studios is developing a Fallout TV series. Yeah, well, I don't know that the world is interesting enough for that, to nope. be honest. It might be. I mean, I'm curious. But A, I've, I've always loved the games for the games, not necessarily the stories. And B, I'm not trying to give Amazon money. Fuck Jeff Bezos. Yeah, a good old Jeff. But the, the thing is, uh, what I would like in my Fallout TV show is if the characters were as stiff and wooden in the show as they are in the game. <laughs> and they just stand and yeah, look exactly. at me for a long time. When are they going to make an like, Oblivion uh, video uh, TV show? That'd be great. Because then you could do Game of little... Thrones. It's already been. Yeah, yeah, a little mini game where you're trying to talk to somebody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for news. There isn't a lot else to be fair. News is very quiet at the moment. Mm, well, they made a Witcher show, and that's people true, liked they it. Did. Yeah, people yeah. fucking love that thing. Yeah. To be honest, though, Henry Cavill is a beautiful man. So you know, I mean, that, that man. Oh, he could make the divorce, Tara, that man. Like, he's so beautiful. I, I will do I, anything for I him. I actually watched it. Uh, yeah, but I haven't watched it. It didn't grab me by the ghoulies. I kind of liked it. I tell you what, Henry like, Cavill mm. can grab me by the ghoulies any day yeah, of the week. well, he grabs a lot of women by the ghoulies in the well, TV show. Me. That's anything. Oh, oh, mm, 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 actually, that women man. don't have ghoulies. Well, Delish. They have lady yeah. ghoulies. I guess. Uh, and that's it for news, so I guess it's email time. Mr. Carroots. Email. Oh, Whoa, that ruled. By the way, what's happened to Lewis? What happened to him? Uh, Lewis um, got on a train, and we've never seen him since. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to Lewis. Lewis... Uh, is now the head coach of a basketball team in, in America. Ah, that explains Lewis why he hasn't emailed for a while. Joined the Soviet Union and he was 20 years late. Bloody hell, there's a lot of stuff going on for Lewis. A lot like. of stuff going on in Lewis's A lot of life. stuff. Or he's just a bit busy with stuff. Maybe. Uh, so we have one and, one and only, the one and only email tonight is from Stephen Holdsworth and he says this. Good old Steve. Good old Steve. Steve. Good old Steve. Uh, the last of us two excited to play evening guys good evening. So, evening i have had the last of us since day one Ooh. but every time i go to put the disc in 
something stops me. It's the fear of finishing it, knowing it's going to be good and not wanting to finish it. Strange, I know. Have any of you guys ever suffered from the same issue? Yes. Go on, then. So I I think it, I think it's having your cake and eat it sort of thing, you know? Like, because yep. you know it's a good, it's going to be good, right? So you're like, I, I, I've got this good thing that I'm, I know I'm going to enjoy, but when it's done, you don't have that good thing anymore. Yep. So it's going to go. So you have this like, oh, it's not, oh, the moon's not quite in the right place. So I'm going to hold off and, you know, and then I did it with Mass Effect 2. Um, I don't really do it with the big game, like the rock stars and stuff, because I have very publicly said that I'm such a big fan of these games that people would be like, what are you doing? What, you know, but other games, I'm a bit like, oh, yeah, you know, like Resident Evil 3 Remake. I'm like, I can't wait to play that, but I just don't play it because I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. There's something in you where you're like, I've got this good thing in my pocket and I, when do I want to, because it expires, doesn't it? These things, yeah, they, true. they go. Uh, can I just, before we move on, can I just say, Colin All Cars, I love this, uh, the name, by the way, Colin All Cars. Not a new person, he's listening for years. Awesome. Oh, has he? Well, anyway, Colin All Cars uh, says, what was the VR shooting game you were playing earlier? I think my boy would, boy would like it. It's called Pistol Whip. Yeah. Pistol Whip, and it's pretty good. It's a pretty decent game. It's on Quest, it's on oh, PC VR. It's called yeah. Hugh. Yeah, it's called Hugh. Yeah. Uh, Pistol Whip. So, yeah, give it a go. I'm sure your boy would like it. It's a lot of fun. And it is quite forgiving, by the way. It looks like you have to be super accurate, but you Dude, don't. Dude, shut up. Like Just say one no, sentence. No, no, no. That's Stu's chance to shine. Guy. Somebody wants to hear him, him again. Right. Yeah, but you, yeah, but like, oh, yeah, but, you know, but the fourth level has this. Just <laughs> say oh, the game. Pistol Whip. The end. Moving on. Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip. Anyway, I, I must admit, I'm... I'm a let's play this shit and get it done. You know, I kind of like yeah. sort of just, but I don't tend to do that. But, but, not so much a game, not so much a game, but Breaking Bad, uh, he's never finished the series. He's never watched it all. <gasps> Why? Because he got to a part where Walter White was kind of all right, right, in the last season. And then he stopped because he said he doesn't want to. He wants to remember Walter White being okay. Yeah. It's like I watched Titanic, and right when they're out on the ocean and she's got her arms <laughs> out, he's I'm king of the world. It's like let's just yeah. stop it here. It's a lovely yeah. film about people. Titanic love. to me was just a movie where Leo and Case just went on a ship yeah. and fucked. they got That's sweaty in a did. car, and then yeah. they, king of the world, yeah. the end. The end. Nothing else yeah. happened. Nothing else. Yeah. Happened. So it's kind of interesting. So I've I've not put your I can't friends really are weird. Anything where I've gone, oh, I don't want I'll, to finish it because it's so good, and then it'll be finished. Or anything. I watched. I have a, the, go ahead, Chini. I, I watched the, a little bit of the Matrix, and that film to me was just Keanu Reeves <laughs> having a boring office job, being a nerd. Yeah. He didn't do anything else. He went to a club <laughs> one night and he met a hot chick, and then you know fell asleep. That yeah. was it. Never uh, saw her again. I don't tend to do this with games because I love it so much. And I never want it to finish because obviously you can play a game more than once, <clears throat> but. I have a different problem, which is I'll start playing a game, and even if I really enjoy it, if there's one thing that annoys me about it, that thing will grow and weigh on me and be like, when it's when it's time to sit down and play a game, I'll be thinking, uh, I would play that, but it's got that one problem, and I don't want to deal with that. So the small things that are negatives for me about a game really swell up and stand out in my mind as a reason to stay away, which is stupid, but that's how my brain works. Nice, fair enough. 
It is very enough. I'm trying to think of something where that's happened to me, but I can't. I can't. I just, you know, try and get stuff done. Tara always shouts at me. She's like, just play the game. Why, why are you uh... being a dick? <laughs> All I'm doing now is trying to think of films where I stop watching it and it just becomes something ridiculous. <laughs> You know, Fight Club is a nice uh, little story about uh, a guy who is a really nice apartment. Duke's talking. Oh, no, sorry, no, sorry, Duke. Fight Club is about a nice little story about a guy who has a really nice apartment, and he orders a lot of nice stuff from it, and he meets a guy on a plane, and they just hang out, and he stays with him in the end. <laughs> he meets a very handsome man on a plane. Yeah. He does, he does. Uh, no, I was going to say, by the way, I've got a sofa update. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah, they don't know where he is. What? Oh. That's pretty much it. They've, they've no idea where it is. I'm getting it. Wasn't that true? To be fair. Week? Yeah, that's absolutely true. They've no idea where it is. I've uh, got a similar uh, story about a shed. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it is. I ordered a shed at the start of May. Is this oh true? Oh, my God. It's similar. I love and it. I, I said, I said, I went on this website called Sheds, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it. And I went, what do you sell? And then I clicked Shed. Right, <laughs> and um, uh, it's I, a very I stripped down buy. website. There's only one option. <laughs> yeah, shit. I clicked buy shed, and then um, you know, I'm 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 my my banking app went kaching like that, like I just bought something because <laughs> it just reminds me like a little needle. You just go like that. you just bought something. Like, oh man, and it wasn't a cheap shed, and they took the money straight away, and it said 21 days delivery. So I very patiently waited 22 days. And then oh, I yeah, said, yeah, yeah. hey, I was very polite. I said, excuse me, it's been 22 days. Where is my shed, Mr. Shed people? And then Gemma, the bitch, emailed me back and said, well, I'll follow up your shed. I don't know where it is. And I went, what do you mean you don't know where it is? Like, I'll tell you where it is shed. in my garden. Actually, what she said was, she said, oh, it's weird. You shed have it by now. <laughs> Don't shed any tears about it, you big <laughs> pussy. So now, it has been a whopping 52 days since I ordered that shit. So I, I email her every day now. <laughs> In the last week, I've emailed her. Found like, it yet? Know, like, Have you found it yet? So anyway, go on. Did you find the shed? No, I, no, I just emailed her saying... I am not happy about Where's this. My shed? So, there's a further update, by the way, on the we don't know where your sofa is. I didn't finish my update. Okay. Another, there was Fuck another sake. update. Stay tuned, uh, people. There's more to come. So, I got hold of a lovely customer services person from Marks and Spencer's called Kaylee. Kaylee, yeah. Kaylee. It oh, turns Kaylee, out. Awesome. It turns out they do know where my sofa is, but not where my footstool is. But only in a collection <laughs> of. Like they know puzzles. where half of the sofa is. Yeah. yeah no, You've got to so, do like some sort of no. uncharted Nathan Drake puzzles <laughs> to get So it. here's the thing, right? The sofa is ready, okay? But the factory or wherever it is where it's ready, they can't actually get in contact with. Why not? So they've sent them emails with no response. There's no customer service team there, so they can't get through to there's them a, on the phone. There's a gaggle of monkeys smoking crack so, and shitting all over other couches. So even though... That's just Preston. Even though they could... And they, she had to get a special permission off a manager to split me order so they could just deliver the sofa on its oh, own. Fuck. So I'm thinking, thank God the sofa is finally coming. And now I... Every day she phones me up to update me that it isn't Hey, coming. just so you know, we still don't know where your footstool is. No, which is fine. To, I'm fine with that. They have to get a special manager up. to split the order. Like, hey, yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, oh, I'm not authorized to approve the sending because of this obviously, couch. well, it costs more in delivery. You see, if they, if whoa, 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 whoa! Send the sofa instead of the sofa and the fucking hell. Oh, what do I look this. like, Bruce? I can't do it. Need Bruce to approve that. Authorize this shit. Only, so, only Jackson can also. Well, get Jackson on the phone. Bruce but Jackson. he's in Brazil. What's he doing in Brazil? That's where he's based. Ring him now. Exactly. So it's three in the so, morning in Brazil. So the takeaway. So what the, the takeaway, fuck? <laughs> so the Why takeaway from all this so is boys? we can deliver your sofa, but we can't actually get your sofa to deliver it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you can't deliver it, can you? No. I could deliver it if everything were perfect. Well, we can't actually deliver it. Yeah. So I think my shit is in a, in a similar position where because she said like, oh, the manufacturer isn't, you know, blah blah blah. I'm like, so. You, there just is a... no more wood in the UK. Like, See, I'm like... glad I'm hearing this because it's easy for me to idealize the UK. But the more I hear about quiffs and, and nightmare deliveries of couches, I'm like, screw it. You can keep your fucking health service. Yeah, well, my, my shed isn't even wooden, though. Oh, is it now? What's it made out of? It's plastic. Polystyrene. Oh, that's a problem, you see. You've got a fucking mold. What are you ordering a plastic a shed for? Because it's it's it doesn't rot. Low maintenance. You don't yeah, but it's made out of toxic coffee. materials that are gonna never buy. He doesn't purge. He needs good. There's shit. a program on Netflix He's called Broken that you should watch, and it talks about how recycling is a hoax. Yeah, but who recycles a fucking shed? Well, what anyway? do you do with it after twenty years then? It's still a shed because it's made out of fucking plastic. It doesn't rot like a bitch ass woodshed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, well I have a feeling like a plastic shed will melt after 20 years or something. It's not going to stick around for very long. It Some, will. Summing. Stick <laughs> summing. All right, that's summing, it. Summing. I'm coming summing. over there in 2040 and we're going to have it out with this plastic shed shit. See? I told you it's fucking there. Oh, I can't see anything. I'm blind now. I don't know why I'm blind <laughs> in 2040. People, you can phone up Marks and Spencer's and sort my shit see, out. See, the thing is, anytime you say anything on the the show i get like messages going oh you shouldn't buy a plastic shed mike i'm like oh for fuck's sake but, you know exactly <laughs> i won't right, get a plastic shed if I it's time, look oh, yeah. it's that time of the show people uh oh i know what time it is welcome please enormous genitals <laughs> was that not it that wait wait, wait i know what time, time it is show. i know what time no. it is it's a, it's a, Hit it. Saw a pretty no, girl just no. the other day. Yes. She winked and she smiled, walked no. across my oh, face. Yeah. I couldn't figure no. out just what to say, so, so I twittered, twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it. Twittered it. Oh, wait, I know what today is. Hey there, Captain. Just curious, do you happen to know what today is? Well, based on the fact that yesterday was the birthday of legendary Dutch flautist Franz Blutheim. And by the way, time. I've been spending 10 minutes trying to find a source for this claim that the word c-o-i-f is pronounced quiff in the uk and i cannot <laughs> find it so you need to give me a source for that sir or i'll stop saying it like that. Like that yeah exactly go ahead what is it uh it's it's you. discord questions it's actually spelled yo 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 you can't just say it again what q u i double f yeah quiff q u i double f yeah. U-I-F-F. Right. All right, whatever. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Talk about Google it. Whatever. It literally comes up with how you Google pronounce it. it. Google it. Quick. Well, that, over there it does, but not here. Oh, Quiff see, I was looking at C-O-I-F. It's a different word. A piece of hair, especially on a man, brushed upward and backward from the forehead. See, that's different from coiffe, because that's short for coiffure, which is French. Quiff. Yeah, Quiff. see, that's wrong. That's just a, that's not a word. You're making it's stuff up. It's not wrong. Google said it's right. Google knows everything. Well, you know, is it wrong? It's stupid looking. It's like vanilla ice hair. Yeah. Oh, 
that's a quick. <laughs> and that's not what the guy has in this in the game. He's got a hat. Excuse me. When I Google Quiff, the seventh picture is is UK legend David Beckham. So watch what you're fucking saying right there. Yeah, you fuck David it. Beckham. Well, I would like to, but he's not available. <laughs> Flip it about. All right, what are we right, doing next? Is it is questions. it shout out time? It's time for a shout out. Hey, Christ. Questions from Discord. Discord. Oh, oh man, come geez. on. This is Discord. There we go. Wow. Right, the first question from Discord tonight is from Kev. 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 Look at you, shoot, going on Discord and checking the questions. You didn't do it. All you got to do is adjust your routine, man. You do it once you do it. Whoa, gamers. Gamers, That's gamers. us. We're gamers. That's me. I'm a gamer. Let's get serious now for a okay, moment. Okay, I'm serious. Go ahead. Let's talk about snacks whilst gaming. Let's talk what about legendary Dutch flautus Franz Bierberg. Stop talking over each other. It's killing me. <laughs> well, I was trying to finish the question and Jim yeah, couldn't my wait. Go ahead. What's your, what's your favorite snack for gaming? Um, Just a big block of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> just a big, massive slab of cheese. Okay, Duke. I don't tend to snack while gaming because uh, I, I sometimes do eat Doritos with chopsticks so that I don't get the Doritos schmutz on my hands. But Is that speaking, true? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I don't do the, blame you. I do it in the classroom all the time. I love eating snacks in the classroom, and my students will often be working or something, and then someone will go, it'll be dead silent in the room, and then someone will look up and go, Mr. P, what are you doing? And yeah, I'm like, what? I'm eating Cheez-Its. And they go, what? Insane. What? Are those chopsticks? And I go, yes, these are my awesome Star Wars lightsaber chopsticks. And they go, oh, dude. And I'm like, that's fright. And they go, why are you eating it with chopsticks? I'm like, so my fingers don't get all covered in schmutz. And they Honestly, go, well, that's a good idea. If if if, the, if there was a teacher that ate their food with chopsticks in our school, I think their car would be on fire. <laughs> and they'd also be wearing a helmet. <laughs> it totally would. Yeah. Someone would draw a massive knob. Helmet in the boy yeah. knob chopsticks. Yeah. Not, but not uh, if it's me because they go, dude, he teaches the hip hop class. Yeah, dude, cool you're guy. inviting problems. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I do that every time I open my mouth in class. That's nothing. To, uh, there's a million reasons people pick on me in school, and it has nothing to do with my chopstick use. So I think. Uh, <laughs> That's because that's, you probably never did that at school. So, I don't, yeah. <laughs> Snacks, <laughs> snacks, snacks, snacks. Oh. I I usually just go with a chocolate bar. Yeah, a chocolate bar. I don't, I'll be honest, I'm with Duke on this. I don't tend to snack whilst I'm gaming, but I do snack whilst I'm mixing. Mm. I do tend well, to do anything for three hours. Yeah, I mean, you need something. Yeah, so it's quite a long time. I've, and also, I don't, it's not as, I don't have to be doing stuff all the time. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So here's the thing, right? Initially, I was eating crisps and stuff, but that was such a bad idea. Yes. Oh, terrible idea. Because, like Duke said, gunky fingers, there's, there's crumbs all over the mixer. There's fucking sticky buttons and stuff. Yeah. So that had to go, man, because it took me ages to clean all my decks and get them all nice and pristine. And there was shit all over them. Keep right? a napkin it was, it was proper. It was proper stressing me out because it was like... There were like bits of crumbs in the slider grooves and That's stuff. I'm like, no. Keep a napkin uh. nearby so when you're eating the food, I'm eating a snack cake right now. You can hear the cellophane from the. Uh, and I can have a little piece of the snack cake, and then I have my napkin. I can just wipe my hands a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so the thing, the dangerous thing that I did was 
I have like mints. Oh yeah, yeah, I got a ten of I... those right here. Yeah, but but the problem with mints, if you have too much of them, Stu, is well, it depends. If you get the sugar-free ones, you're on the toilet. Well, if you get the sugar ones, they're a laxative. Yeah, yeah. Sugar-free so, ones are worse, so they are so, laxative shit in them. Yeah. So I, I, I love mints. I eat mint. I don't really like chewing them, but I love mints, and I will eat a whole pack of like soft mints or triple X. Extra the, strong mints, man. Extra strong. Ooh, I love I would them. Just eat the shit out of them. I used to when I were a kid, oh, right? Eat the shit in uh, them. My my grandma used to give me spending money. I used to go to the they used to have like you know the sweet shop. With yeah. all the jars and stuff. I'm familiar with a sweet shop. Yeah. And I used to get a quarter <laughs> no, of But you gotta really drink. visualize it, Chinny, with the jars. Yeah, yes. but have you ever been in a shop and asked for a quarter I think, of anything? I, th I think I think Stu's talking and about it's a, nothing to do a tuck with, shop. Nothing to do with drugs. No, uh, it's talking about like a tuck shop, aren't you? Like, no, uh, no, no, proper shop. Shop shop. Like a, no, like a tuck like, as in I don't know, maybe it's a black country. Are you thinking like a of a quiff? Like a... No, tuck shop for me was like the sweet shop at school was a tuck shop. Yeah, but you can get like shops like that where they're all in jars and you go like, oh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. they weigh it and shit. Yeah, yeah. So you ask for a quarter. Can I have a quarter of mints or a quarter of jelly babies or whatever? Cola cubes. Cola cubes, quarter of cola cubes. Bananas, please. Bananas. Oh, but, now, a quarter of bananas are great because they don't weigh anything. So you Back to loads. the original question. Uh... Derek Sainz in the chat reminded me that I don't usually snack when I'm gaming, but I do like to have a beverage. Usually it's water, but here's the thing. I often like to have a beverage that fits the game I'm playing. So That's water insane. fits that because every game has water in it, or if it makes sense for every game. But sometimes a fantasy role-playing game, a spot of tea makes more sense, right? Okay. That is insane. It is insane. I got but I I'm not going to. That's the craziest thing you've ever said. Mead makes sense if you're going to play Skyrim, right? I don't have <laughs> mead, but if I had it, I might drink it while I'm playing Skyrim. You know Skyrim. what? If you were drinking mead while now, playing Skyrim. Can I just say, weirdly, I, never, I don't think I ever told you this. I might have done. I don't know. All the secrets uh, you know are coming when, out. Tonight. You know when myself, myself and Dan and Lewis uh, were playing Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. He brought mead round, down. Oh, snap. I think I did mention this. He, he brought did some mention mead. That, yeah. yeah, he brought some mead. <laughs> you did mention that because you talk about everything all the time. That is true. That's true. Anyway, anyway. coming back to gaming snacks. Right. Uh, so anyway, I had all the problems with fucking crisps and shit because we were getting all over the place. Uh, so wine gums is mm. kind of like, I get a bag of wine gums and I sit oh, and no. eat a full bag of wine gums. But Still yeah, no mince, good for you though. No, no, quarter of mints, I used to eat the whole lot. I used yep. to get a quarter of mints. And my, my aunties would go, can I have one? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, I'm not sharing no shit. Man, these are my mints. Fuck off. Tara has this constant <laughs> battle. Bro. I... I, don't, I don't share my food very well. It's a problem. And, I, and like, yeah. I had a big grab bag of of like steak flavored crisps or something and um she says oh can i can can will you share and i gave her oh. one i gave her one <laughs> thinking right, i was okay. being really like nice going there you go you've had one right and then i ate the rest and she was so pissed off <laughs> do you know do you know what i hate right when someone goes oh can i have one and you offer the bag right expecting them to get one and then you get like four or five of whatever the, you're offering. The, I'm like, it's like a claw on one of those. Yeah, like, see, this is what I've started doing. doing. When I go to buy, when I go to buy groceries, if I get Doritos, I got to get two bags because I know one of them is going to vanish very quickly, and I won't get very many. If there's two, the Duchess will stop herself and go, "Okay, I ate a lot of the first bag, so I will leave a lot of the second bag for Duke." Yeah. 
But sometimes she'll do this thing where she'll eat all the whole Doritos. And so I go to get Doritos. I'm like, oh, Doritos. And then, like, it's just crumbs and shit at the bottom of the bag. I'm like, god damn it. That's awful that she leaves the broken ones in. Whatever. That is bad. She's lucky she's cute. So, yeah, Wangums is the way to go for me for mixing. Does Kev say anything else on the old Discord? Uh, sorry, I've, I've got completely distracted there thinking about gaming snacks. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, for him, he likes uh, M&M's. Oh, yeah. M&M's. And flump, flumps are good, by the way. I like flumps as what well. What are flumps? Like, are flumps are like, giant, like the marshmallows. You, oh, like, I'm not a big fan of marshmallows. Yeah, marshmallows. Is it, if anybody's like seen 30 Rock, you remember uh, Kellen, uh, whatever is Lutz going, uh, marshmallows in baby's pocket. But they can be a bit sticky. Yeah, yeah I just feel like M&Ms you're kind are good of for that because they're not a hemorrhoid. Sticky. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I've never eaten Millie, a hemorrhoid, but you know. Millie loves the most pointless sweet ever. Hold on, let me think. Let me sweet. think. I didn't realize there were sweets that had a. Oh, point. I know. Is it? Hold on. Is it? Uh, is it flying saucers? It is. Wow. Oh what is, is so pointless like, about oh, flying saucers? Oh my god. Yeah. That's just so. What is that? Is a testament. That is a testament to how well I know you. I know, pointless, because most pointless I know, ever. I don't think you've ever said it, but I know, I was like, what sweet would wind Stu up the most? And I know, it's, it's like, something what the that's, fuck is it that? doesn't have, it doesn't have like a meat to it, you know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't have like taste a of anything. Weight. You don't even taste of anything. It's got sugar in it, it's got sugar in it. Yeah, but that's all, it, it doesn't barely taste of that. Yeah, you take the sugar out, it, 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 it's like tasting cardboard, it is. <laughs> it's, it's like, what is the point of them? The Flemish anyway, name is Jure Uels. Every year for Christmas, Kay buys one of the giant jars of flying saucers. And she just sits and eats them. And I'm just like, well, you're just such a weirdo. It's just like eating weird paper. sweets in America, do you? you Sherbert-filled rice paper. What? Oh, they're just the weirdest thing, honestly. Yeah. An Antwerp-based <laughs> producer of... Wait a minute, listen. An Antwerp-based producer of communion wafers, Belgisa faced a decline in demand for their product, an account confirmed by Astra, the company that now owns the brand. Flying sauces originally... Blah, blah, blah. That's so weird that they started from people who made communion wafers. That uh, totally to, makes sense, because that's what they taste like. Well, to answer yeah. your question, though, yes, there's one in this U.S. called... And I've never met anybody who actually likes this. They're called Neko wafers, and they look like they're pretty similar to this, except flatter and less flavorful. Like, there's very little sugar in them. Uh, it's the type of candy you imagine people loved in the 1920s when the only alternative was like eating dirt. But Chalk. Now, now, right now that there's actual candy, like why does this still exist? What's what's the name of that sweet that you were talking about? Necco wafers. N e c c o. You type that in, you'll find them. They're these little discs. They suck. They're terrible. I've never met anyone mm-hmm. who ever. Uh, oh yeah, they look really similar. Yeah. Do they? It doesn't surprise me. Uh, Fraser says he likes bananas whilst he's gaming. Yeah, that's not a bad yeah. snack for gaming because you can keep the peel weird. as you know the guard he, against the. Because if he is a tennis player, what is he, all he does say next to it, e athlete. I know, yeah, there exactly. Uh, Jay, he says he recently bought Portal and Portal Two on Steam for about the same price as a double cheeseburger. So I ask you, okay. what has been your bargain of the century, games or whatever? You also so missed you... A, you missed out Lord, who says he's Cadbury's Chocolate oh, Whisper. Oh, sorry, I did. I went down one below him, yeah. Cadbury's no. Chocolate whisker, Whisper or uh, some Harry Whatever, man. Cadbury's those Harry mini Bell. eggs that Cadbury makes, do you all get those? Those little tiny sugar cookies? Oh, yeah. Those are awesome. we get them? And again, well, fine, people whatever. can trough them things. Yeah, but you never know. Anyway, the point is, yeah, 
they're good because like M&M's, they're not going to get your hands covered in schmutz. So That's they are true. a good snack. It is totally true. Uh, what was the question? Bargain Best of the value. Century. What's, your, what's your bargain uh, of the century? Uh, Most of Duke's bargains are free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get a lot of free games off of the Epic Game Store. That's a good bargain. I've got a bargain of the century that I got a long time this ago. It's better not be about your couch. But it's nothing to do with games at all. Yeah. Uh, years and years and years ago. Years long ago. Time ago. Uh, we went shopping to Manchester and we were in, I think it was Debenhams, to be fair. And Debenhams. Debenhams. And I was looking on the, like, the sunglasses, because I, I have a thing about sunglasses, so I like sunglasses. Anyway. I was <laughs> My thing about sunglasses, sunglasses is in I the like winter, them. remember. In the winter. Uh, I was looking on the, on the designer sunglasses rack and there were some police sunglasses which were super cool. And they were reduced to £22 or something, right? And I'm like, that can't be right. These things are normally over £100. Yeah, if they're not so made I... by a cheap-ass sweatshop with plastic garbage. Right. So, so, I went to the checkout with the, with the said £22 sunglasses, police sunglasses, and said, look, uh, are, these, are these really £22? I'll have these. And the man went, ooh, uh, I think I'll have to check with my manager. So it, it was gone for quite a bit. Comes back with his manager. He's like, these, these sunglasses are only £22 and I don't think that's the right price. And the manager went, well, if that's the price on them, that's what you've got to sell them for. So that's what he did. And I go, yeah, but they came back to bite me on the ass because I left him in the car and someone broke in and stole them. But, you know, what are you going to do? had for a few years. had for a few years. Yeah, so so they should have been over a hundred pounds, and I got them for twenty two quid, and that's, that's why, probably the best bargain I've ever got. That's why you should get an electronic bike. No one's going to steal that piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ginny, um, uh, any bargains of the century for you? The only one really is when I had to queue up that fucking TV at Curry's in uh, two thousand and. That was when that new store opened, wasn't it? Yeah, in in Wensbury, yeah, and uh, Marshy was like, "Oh, there's lo- loads of deals." on these TVs and Playstations. And we was like, yeah, we'll get there in the morning. And then Marsh was like, I think we got a queue at night. And I was like, fuck off. So we loaded up on Red Bulls uh, and Pro Plus. We bought Red Bulls and Pro Plus at the Tesco, which was around the corner. This is in Wensbury on Junction 9 on the M6. You can see the IKEA from there. And... Uh, Run by Nazis. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, the Nazi store. Um... So, you know, we got there and there was already a bit of a queue, right? And we was like, oh, fuck. And we got there like 3 a.m. We're like, fucking hell, this is ridiculous. Anyway, I've told this story before, but anyway, what happened was the queue ended up being... I thought the queue was big when we got there and it was all around the car park and the car park was fucking massive. So a weird thing happened. Um, Like, basically, the queue kind of got out of hand. It kind of like... It snaked towards the... the entrance do you know what i mean like it, yeah, it kind yeah. of snaked but the barriers all fell down people kind of kicked off and, get out of town uh, yeah and and we were we were not at the front we we, we were pretty close compa- in comparison of the whole queue but we was not at the front there were at least 80 to 100 people in front of us um so we was like okay whatever and we got pushed out and we complained and everybody that was kind of near us, we all kind of vouched for each other. And we, and then it kind of ended up, the story was, we was at the front and we got pushed, pushed out. And we all kind of looked at each other kind of going, yeah, yeah, we were yeah. all at the, we're front. Totally at the front. So they moved us round to the wow. other side of the queue. And 
the press were there and all sorts of shit. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, they're going to find out that we pushed the queue and everybody's going to, like, be pissed off. And we were literally next to the ribbon cutting. So I accidentally pushed through this queue. <laughs> and there, I was in front of, like, disabled people and all sorts of shit. I'm like, oh, Suck fuck. at disabled people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did kick them away you know what they're gonna do and and so that we went in and we were literally the first people in this in this store and me and marsh had a game plan marsh was going for the playstation then the tv i went for this i didn't even want a tv but uh, yeah, it's a bargain I, I got it it was a bargain it was like reduced like 200 quid or something like that and i thought well my mom and dad's tv is old so i'll buy it and then just give it them for, for christmas that was my plan and and that was with my student loan by the way and um so I went in, bought the TV. Um, sorry, this is quite a long story, but it's, it's pretty good. So so I, I bought the TV. I'm in the checkout, and this woman next to me, behind me, is shaking like a shitting dog. She's absolutely shaking, right? <laughs> and, I'm, and I said to her, like, you know, are you okay? And she's like, I just got attacked. Um, somebody tried to get this TV from me. I'm just oh, really no. scared. I was like, you know, well, you'll be fine now. I was just trying to calm her down. I was like, you'll be fine what kind of TV is it? I'm having it. No, I didn't do that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so then they, they say, like I said to the, to the store person, to the security and people would like, there was stories of people stealing stuff, nicking PlayStations when you get out the door, like people were robbing people as you get out the door and stuff. So I was really worried about it. You know, it's such a lovely place where you grew up. And oh like, yeah. Yeah. But like, Hey, lovely. I, yeah, but look at me. I'm always ready, you know, uh, <laughs> and cheap TV, man. So 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 I my car was kind of like if you think of a, a rectangle the the car park is a rectangle and the bottom middle of the rectangle is where the entrance is and the top left corner is where my car was right so it's fucking far and there's a lot of people outside and I was fucked so I was like is there any chance I can get like a trolley and some assistance like to my car. Uh, and they said, yeah, yeah, we've we got this guy and he's going to take the truck TV to your car. And I'm driving a Vauxhall Corsa, uh, Stu. That's you know. right, I remember Fuck it Fucking well. hell, this Corsa wasn't the big. leaky Corsa. Yeah, my leaky Corsa <laughs> used to smell like weed. I had a policeman in there once. He thought I was smoking weed. That's a different story. So then, <laughs> so, we, so this guy comes out with a trolley and I'm waiting for a big security guy and they bring out the fucking squeaky teenager guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> Sir, right. it's a felony to harass the clown. And I look at him, and he looks at me, and and I kind of, I think I say something along the lines of, I think it's going to be fucking nuts out there. And he kind of give me this, uh. I know, right? Look at <laughs> it, like I'm fucking ready for this shit, right? <laughs> nice. So, we went out, and we were the first people to walk out of the store, right, with an item. Speaking right? of the Last of Us, and it was like the Last of Us, and I was really worried um about what this response would be and then somebody shouted and pointed at me going he's got the tv because the the, the the golden item the golden egg was the tv Jesus. everybody wanted this tv and this guy pointed at me and went he's got the tv and i went i i like it's a shit you, know, you just so showed the kid and go, he's got it take him so, so like in that moment in that gap between he's got a tv and what happened next felt like everything flashed felt like Oh God, this is it. I'm going to die. <laughs> and it, and it was everybody cheered. And went, <laughs> nice. like that. All right. And I went, Oh, thank fuck. Like no one's going to kill me today. You thought you were going to die. 
<laughs> and then we put the fucking TV in the car with this guy. And as I drove the car around the car park, I'd lost Marsh, by the way. I have no idea where Marsh <laughs> Fuck you, Marsh. He was running, a, he was running away from someone with a PlayStation. So, yeah, so, so, I, so I, I'm driving around this car park and there's like people touching my car. And people looking in my car at the TV. Ooh, and the I'm t- like, Mommy, did and you actually is, see the TV? It is like, you know, zombies looking in the car. And I was like, fucking. And Left 4 Dead was just coming out as well. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and then this guy just jumps in my car. What? Right. Luckily, it was Marsh. Oh, thank God. But I had <laughs> no that idea that it was Marsh. He just got in. And I was like, holy fuck. And I was like, oh, God, it's you. Jiddy then slowly put his, like, you know, revolver back in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> no, I shot him. And, 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 yeah, we drove away, and people were still arriving thinking that there'd be no queue. And it was absolute chaos, this store. And when we got back, there were, there were, there were stories of people getting mugged and robbed and all sorts of stuff. Nice. And that was ridiculous. And I said to him, and I hid that story. I had to go back. I was living at my mum and dad's at the time. I had to go back home, hide the TV at my mate's, my mate Ben's house, and go back home and pretend to my mum and dad that nothing had happened. Like they went, "Where have you been?" I was like, "Oh, I stayed around Marshy's. It was late. We went out." And they were like, "Okay." And I was at the time. I was like, "I almost shot hell. Marsh tonight." What? Yeah, I, I was, said, oh, "Yeah." Yeah. I was like, "Why do you look like you've just been in a war?" I, like, no, no. I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And I couldn't tell them that story for like three months. And I said, "I almost fucking died for this TV," and they, you know, appreciate it. And I think my brother has that TV now. So you know, Maybe and you that is the story it. of my best bargain. There you go. That's a good, that's good story. Yeah. It's a good story. It is a good story. Um, Fletch says, it's not really a question, though. It's in questions, but not really a question. It's more of an observation, shall we say. Uh, quite interesting, isn't it, how EGX has made a lucrative business plan based on us paying £70 to go and play demos when they used to be free on the Xbox and PS store. And despite saying that, I've done it for almost 10 years without fail. Yeah. And we've never done it. We've never paid for EGX ever. And we refuse to because we're celebrities. Because yeah. we're fucking press. We could we have... walk in and people go, oh, Chinny and Stu. You know, it's we could take the money we get from uh, the, what you call it, people paying Patreon. us. Patreon, thank you. And yeah. use that for our EGX. We too busy we buying cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine with that money. Woo! The cocaine makes EGX so much better. <laughs> it really does. These demos does. are great! Yeah! Oh, I fucking love this game. Bitches cool. leave. You okay. do need cocaine for some of those dev diary things because they're oh, fucking Oh, man, you'd be asleep otherwise. Right, asleep. anything else right. from the Discord? Uh, no. That's it, we're done. All right. Spoon. Birthday of legendary Dutch artist Franz Blutheim. And a week ago was October 24th, I'd say. Okay, so this speak pipe comes from Derek Sainz. And it goes like this. Hello, Fashion Games. It's Derek Sainz back again. Oh. And I've heard you talk more and more this year about the use of licensed music in MP3s and speak pipes. Yes. And I'm just trying to get a definitive answer today about what can and cannot be used. Or should we just not use them at all and uh, you know, get rid of any doubt about what can be in there? So basically, if we're sending you a speak pipe or an MP3, me or anyone, anyone else, uh, I know there's a lot of licensed music that we shouldn't be using, but uh, what about... 
if the excerpt from the song is just maybe two or three seconds, is that fine? What about if um, it's just the music and no lyrics? What about the use of speech? Is that okay without any music? And what about things like cover versions? What about a song that's maybe older than a certain uh, time? Maybe from the 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever. Is the copyright okay for those ones? Um, so I'm just really trying to get a rundown of what anyone else sending you a SpeakPipe or MP3 in the future should consider. And I'll leave it at that, short but sweet. So keep on gaming. The answer is no, 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 and no. And right. here's why. So it's it's all being monitored by robots. And you can't yes. say to a robot, like, hey, this music is free. Because the robot just goes, it's music. It's probably copyrighted. Take it down. They're erring yeah. on the side of crazy caution. But here's the thing. If you go to ribonucleicrecords.com, you'll find hours of music that was made by a really cool guy with two thumbs who's gesturing at himself. And it's all free, so you can use any of it however you want. Now, unfortunately, some of that music is using samples from other places, so maybe you can't use it, but some of it is free, and it's totally original. So, so the, 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 yes, Duke is right. It is robots making these decisions, and then they make the decision first and then apologize later. That's kind of their mentality. Let me give you an example of how ridiculous this stuff gets. A person on YouTube found a um, hand-towel dispenser. We don't really have them in the UK, but it basically gives you hand-towels, right? Paper towels. Um, yep. And it sounded like a song. I think it was like Billie Jean. It was like... Doom, doo, 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 like that, as it come out, right? <laughs> and he thought this was really amusing, and he kept on doing it, right? And then he did a beat to it. And that got copyright strikes. Wow. So that's, that's how ridiculous this stuff is now. And, um, yeah, sometimes it blocks the video. It doesn't even, like, say, most of the time, it will just say, hey, you can't make any money on this video, which is right. fine for us. Right. Yeah, people but, don't mind that at all. Yeah, but sometimes certain songs, and it's a lottery, certain songs go, bam, you, this video is no way going to be viewed in any country, ev anywhere, ever. Because fuck you. And um, and even covers fall under this. So if you yeah. cover a song. So me and Simeon, my brother-in-law, have got a YouTube channel where we do covers. Uh, uh, we do like duets over the internet. So we cover stuff on the guitar and he sings and it will get flagged upon that, which I find is a compliment because we're yeah. getting close. And, it's like a version of Where's uh, My Mind that we did at the start of this show. It's just That's get, right. So we know, did Where Is Your Mind this week. So that'll yeah. be up on the channel. Um, and we did like someday by the strokes and all sorts of stuff and yeah, they get picked up, they get striked. Um, so it's just ridiculous. So, th th but YouTube has a library, a music library where you can use those, which is fine. And then the, and then all other up copy on like non copyrighted music is probably debatable because YouTube will recognize its own library as copyright free, but everything else that is, not copyright free or claims to be not copyright free well it depends if youtube thinks it is or not so the youtube library is usually fine um and you can find that youtube library by going on youtube studio audio music library or something like that and there was an so, idea i mean was... i mean interestingly twitch is a little bit different because they don't tend to, well i haven't been so far and most of the channels don't seem to all the people doing dj mixes which is all copyrightable pretty much um they don't seem to get 
sort of the live mixes banned or sort of taken off her. What tends to happen is as soon as that that video is finished, they literally mute nearly all of it. That's right. Yep. So that's are, what that's what well, happens. Well, a live too. performance is fine though. So you can that's why you get cover bands because it's a live performance, right? Yeah. So if but when a cover band tries to sell their music, that's where it gets a little bit tricky. Yeah. There was um, a so, solution yeah. proposed for this once upon a time where I heard someone describe it and I thought it was kind of crazy at the time, but it actually makes a lot of sense now. When you create something, it, it has a stamp on it somehow. And so if you want to remix it, that stamp goes with it so that if you sample something that someone else made, you pay a fraction of a cent for the use of it. But every time someone streams it, that it, you know, it tracks the dollar that they paid for whatever it is that you're listening to. And then some of that money goes back to the person who made the thing you're sampling. And that way you have this network of things where it sort of keeps track of what's being used and the people who make the art get paid and the people who, you know, want to sample don't have to be constantly pounded down for using unapproved, copyrighted, whatever, whatever. That's a software solution to a copyright problem that I really think it's time we create. It's just that someone's going to have to put a lot of work into making that happen. Yeah, that, that's easy. the thing. It's, it's a lot of work to do that. And the, and the other... The, the, the really interesting point that I heard about was that copyright laws were written a long, long time ago when this shit wasn't around. That's when people true, couldn't do but, the kind of stuff that we could do yes, with Yes, but here's the, here's the different thing about that about, with regard to copyright, since Derek asked, thank you. Uh, the answer to Derek's question about music from the 30s, 40s, and 50s is no. Uh, originally, copyright, I mean, in the United States at least, I don't know how in the UK, but in the US, it was intended that the person who made the text or the work of art or whatever would profit from it for a certain amount of time and then it would years. just automatically go into the public domain. Yeah. Oh, it was okay. Thank you, Chinny. Uh, yeah. Then it got extended to the life of the artist and then it got extended to the life of the artist plus a certain number of years. However, Disney and other companies, but Disney has really led the charge, to just keep renewing the copyright forever. And, and yeah. that's a problem because we all benefit when things eventually go into the public domain. So there's this list that I think Yale or Duke keeps of what ought to be entering the public domain this year. But it basically stopped in around 1927. And so stuff before 1927 tends to be in the public domain. So all the books by Jane Austen and obviously Shakespeare and, you know, stuff that was written before then is in the public domain. You can find those books free. So if anybody ever goes into like Barnes and Noble or whatever, they tend to have a classic section of books that are really cheap because it doesn't cost them a penny except the printing costs. Um, and you could you could go and take a Dostoevsky book and print it yourself and sell it and make money off of that if you wanted to put in the time and effort to do that because you don't, uh, you know, that book is in the public domain. Um, yeah, so that's a little bit about copyright law that I've studied. It's all a bit weird and fucked and it's, and it's disney again, ruined it all disney ruined it all and these companies just want to keep making money off it forever not realizing that Which, to be fair you can't blame yes i can and here's why because the creative process depends on the reuse of older art and people are going to do it anyway the problem is disney has sued 
daycare centers because they want to put Goofy on the wall. That's ridiculous. And and Disney has also said, oh, Hans Christian Andersen made The Little Mermaid? Well, guess what? We made a movie out of it, and now it's ours. So anybody who wants to take that public domain story of The Little Mermaid, they can't do it because Disney has sucked the blood off of it, and now it belongs to Disney, which is totally bogus, but Uh, here we are. The other thing that Disney do is just rip off of a shit and pretend like they yeah, got it like right. Kimba the Lion. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is, when I watched that, I was like, <laughs> I can't believe, like Lion King is one of my favorite Disney movies, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can watch it anymore because right. it's so fucking similar to that, yeah. that uh, Japanese lion thing. Yeah. Kimba the Lion. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, thank you for the uh, speak pipe, Derek. Uh, the answer is no, do not use any copyrighted music. But if yeah. you go to the Indefatigable Neural System and you check out his albums On Deck and The Breakdown, those are totally free and there's nothing copyrighted in them and you can play them and use them however you want. So I The YouTube to hear library, by week. the way, is, is, is a little bit better these days. It used to, it used to be fucking shit, but <laughs> um, <laughs> I said that with a lot of passion, but it's yeah. pretty good. Like You can search for like mood and genre and all sorts yeah. of stuff. So the the nice bad. thing about, the, the last thing I'll say about it is there's a nice uh, sort of subculture that's been around for a while of people making art and putting it on the internet without copyright or in the Creative Commons, you know, format. But... Yeah. Uh, sometimes that's hard to find and it's hard to kind of use. Uh, I really like, so for instance, Medium is this website where you can write stuff. I just wrote something recently on there about the white ego and they have a feature on there where you can search for images on this other site called Unsplash, which people upload pictures royalty free. So it's very easy and it's well integrated into the technology. And it sounds like the YouTube library is trying to do this, but we're not quite at the place where it's integrated very well yet. So I'm hoping as time goes on, we'll see more use of artists who are able and willing to make art and release some of it for free uh, incorporated into the technology that we want to use it in. No, fair enough. Yep. All right, anything else before we do shout outs? Uh, no, we've got, there's another, there's another speak pipe I sent it Ooh. to you tonight. Are you sure you sent it to me? I did. I, well, only earlier tonight. Only like, literally while we're doing the show. Oh, that's why I just saw it. Okay, here's the other speak pipe from Franz B. Is this because of the legendary Dutch flautist? <laughs> it's nine seconds. Franz Bruchheim. Copyright. I wonder if that's actually him. Okay. Who happened to know it's I, think, I think that's well, based on the fact that yesterday it. was the birthday of legendary Dutch flautist Franz Blueheim. 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 Okay, well, thank you, uh, Franz B. In it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that it is time for shout outs now. Okay, it's time bah. for a shout out. It's time for a shout out. Hey! Bah! Shout out. Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to shout out Tommy, the son of Feng Chui. Yay, Tommy. You listened live to my mix this week. He popped in and he stayed for pretty much the whole lot. Well, Tommy. Uh, It'll be, I want to say, 12, 13. Bless him. Bless him. About 12, 13 years old. I know. Uh, yeah, he popped in, listened to the old mix, and then at about ten past ten, he's like, "Right, it's bedtime now. I've got to go." I was like, "Oh, oh I'm his Uncle mind. Stu. Check he's it like, out." He's like, "I'll be back next week." The Uncle Stu has a penis. 
No, that's a John Mulaney. That, that's that a is John, highly inappropriate. It's a John Mulaney bit. Anybody who's listened to John Mulaney will get that joke. Somebody out there, holler at me. Let me know you listen to John Mulaney. God, you're so inappropriate. Yes, sometimes. I'm inappropriate. I love John Mulaney, but I don't know what that was. Well, you should keep yeah. listening to more of him, and you'll find it. I think we need to. Anyway, anyway. anyway uh, so yeah, shout out to Tommy. Shout out to Kev, Kev Westerman, otherwise otherwise known as FNK whatever. Uh, he he has got a new mixer. He's bought himself a proper oh, set of decks. I know. So uh, good luck with that. And I'm waiting for some actual mixing now. Wiki uh, wiki wah. Wiki wiki wah wah. Uh, yeah, so he's got himself the new Newmark uh, set of controllers and stuff. And it looks pretty cool. It's getting a lot of really great reviews. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, there you go. Uh, and that's it for me. I'm done. Chinny. Uh yeah, shout out to me because I just realised what today's uh, episode title is going to be. Derek recommended one, but I've changed it to Franz Bruchheim's Quiff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. There you go. So somebody's going to look at that episode now. And go, what the fuck? <laughs> is... Yeah. Why? Somebody's going to be a fan of Franz Bruchheim. Going, oh wow, this is oh, a great this... gaming podcast. And then they'll listen and go, "What the? Does that anything to do with him?" Yeah. Any other shout-outs, Jenny, or is that it? No, just me. Okay. Well, I will shout-out the Duchess because tomorrow is our anniversary. Aww. Yay. Aww. How many years, dude? Blazing hot here. Uh, 7th, oh, 7, Thursday. I know, I know, I know. No. All right, whoa, whoa. Uh, it's uh, 13. 13. Yeah, 13, that's right. Um, uh, well done. Yeah, he got it faster than I did. <laughs> it's blazing hot and very humid here so I don't know our usual uh, anniversary ritual is to go have a, a picnic in the park where we got married but it may be too hot and humid so I don't know we'll see well our our uh, ritual we do on our anniversary is going to be a bit weird this year potentially oh yeah why is that because we always go and watch a film at the pictures because our, our anniversary is Christmas Eve ah I see well guess so, what so I don't know it's a bit of a funny to... one this year, well, they... depending on what happens. Are they doing We've any drive-ins near you? We've only anniversary, Tara and I, but we started one last year, and it's going to be... It's doable, but it's going to be tricky. Okay. The speech is my recital. It's uh, Naked Tennis. <laughs> did you really play <laughs> okay. Naked Tennis? Yeah. How the hell did that come about? We just wanted a thing, you thing? know? You <laughs> get... You get... You get a wedding anniversary thing, and we're like, yeah. "Well, what's going to be okay. ours?" And I said, "Naked tennis." Naked tennis and that's a good one to nice. do in the summer, to be honest, because then it's you know it's all hot. You don't want to be yeah not have yeah. clothes on anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. I will oh, also shout out the following people. I don't know, it's a bit weird. John Nezzy for the music. I think he was the one who gave me the Wu Tang style music. Dan Knappman for the walking vid. Thanks, Dan, for the Christopher Walken thing. Uh, Tainted wow. Shirt gave me some feedback for the Sin cast. Thank you very much, Tainted Shirt. Uh, uh, Tim Kelly uh, is a big fan of the Nimbus X series, and I'm glad he likes them. Thank you very much. Uh, T. Wilson reminded me about fishing in Far Cry 5, and I had forgotten about that, so I don't think I'm going to reinstall Far Cry 5 just to do the fishing again, but, uh, yeah, I remember it was decent, and, uh, you know... It's another example of having a lot of... St- Ooh, they should put fishing into the uh, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw. That'd be cool. Space fishing. Yeah, wh- where are you going to fish? In space. So weird. Fish, so do, fish, do, you, do, do you know who Franz Bruchheim is? Do you know oh, what, what he does? He's a legendary Dutch flautist. Yeah, he's, he plays the flute. Right, that's what flautist means. Yeah. Right. Apparently. 
Okay. He, but he basically plays a, a glorified recorder. Student. Well, that's what Terry I know, does I know in episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well. Uh, I will also I've, shout out... I've seen American Pie. I Derek Sines uh, is trusty with the speak pipes, and uh, other people have fallen off, so screw you, but thank you, Derek. And we need yeah, more Louis. emails, more speak pipes. Yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, questions Louis. on the Discord. Get to work, yeah, people. Louis. And uh, shout out to Antonio because we played some Rocket League and he's always worth a laugh and having fun. And uh, yeah, I think that's all my shout outs. Hey, gone. Is that it? I think that's it. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. Similar in vein to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about RPGs. Too many, some people say. Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. You don't have any other friends. So, check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Won't you? I think I just realized that I was opening this uh, fold-up fan incorrectly before. It works a lot better when I open it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Opening something correctly is always a good thing. I guess so. They didn't give me any instructions about how to open it, though. How was I supposed to know? Well, I don't don't think they needed it for such a thing. they did. No, you wouldn't have thought so, would you? You wouldn't have thought so, but it opens two ways, and one way is better, and one way is not so good. Uh, By the way, Duke. Yes. I think you'd like this week's mix. I went a bit more techno-y, Aww, sort of yeah. hardcore. Ns, 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 ns. You know what I realized? There's this internet radio station called Digitally Imported, di.fm. They got a lot of cool oh, okay. channels on there. Uh, but they have a bunch of playlists on Spotify. And what I don't get is, you know, if I tune into their internet radio station, I'm going to hear ads. I get how they make money that way. What What's the money they're making off of playlists on Spotify? Well, they don't. Spotify makes money. Yeah, but why would DI spend these hours and hours making playlists then? No clue. I guess maybe they think it'll develop brand loyalty and you'll go to get their radio stations online. Yeah, a lot of people do that sort of stuff. I guess. It's just interesting that, like, yeah, so many things are designed to be like, we don't need money yet. We just need to be cool. Like, Facebook was cool for many years and then they made money. And I guess yeah. that's what a lot of people are Well, that's true. To do on that's the true of DJing. They say, you know, if you, if you ever actually DJ for reals, uh, do all your first gigs for free. You know, I don't I think people know. are going to pay for that shit at the beginning. I but guess. But it gets your name just... out there, and then you start getting, you know, paid gigs later on when you. Yeah, but go. I've been doing that with, with my prostitution gig. And, <laughs> and did it work? <laughs> no, well, everybody knows was... Chinny's name. It's on the no. numbers on all these bathrooms. Yeah, but like nobody's called or anything, Stu. Have they not? The freak. Jeez, who knew? <laughs> well, that's what they've got said. an elastic <laughs> product. <laughs> you, we've got an elastic yeah. product. We've got an elastic product. Product. He says product weird, doesn't he? Product. 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 He says we've got an elastic product. You're acting like <laughs> we've got an elastic product. We sell copies. We've got a product. <laughs> Stringer Bell, everybody. Oh, Stringer Bell. 
Yeah, that's a brother. Dude, Brother Muzon, am I right? What a cool character. Yeah, Brother Muzon. I call him Brother Bowtie. Yeah, him. Oh, yeah, he's such a great character. Agreed. Bunk is my favorite. Now, I think Omar is probably my favorite. Omar's the easy favorite. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't make it wrong. He is, he is. is. I love Omar. Uh, Yeah, Omar's obviously so cool. It's hard to pick Um, one. I mean, Bubbles is a great character, right? I love Bubbles. Yeah. Bubbles right. is my second favorite. There's a character favorite. in Season 4. He's in Season 3, actually, but you don't see him that much. You know Marlo? Marlo, oh. Yeah, yeah, just, Marlo. Yeah. We know, well, so, of course we know Marlo. So Marlo has got, like, a right-hand man. He's kind of got, like, a beard. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Chris. His name's Chris. Chris. Yeah, yeah, Chris. And, uh, <laughs> now, Snoop is the one. Uh, Snoop Chris, is Chris the is, one. Chris, Chris is cool, is, but Snoop is yeah. the one. I love I love Snoop, and she's an actually a very interesting person. She wrote a book, and she's had a very interesting life. Oh, Snoop is the, is that the 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 one with the yeah who hangs around with Chris all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's cool. Um, Did fun you fact her... about Chris, the actor, he was in season one of The Wire as an extra as a cop. Really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not catch that. There you go. Uh, there mm-hmm. is a book. It's like 500 pages long. I a bought whack. it. I started reading it, and then I had a student who was graduating, and I gave it to him. But anyway, and I never reordered it. But it's got like all the info. Like pretty much everybody in that show is based on a real person. Well, so. yeah, I like cool. you know I like Slim. I just like his voice. Slim is cool too. Yeah, I agree. He's just got a good voice. He does have a good voice. There are a lot of good characters in the show. Yes, Let's and what's the what's that. the character with the fishes? He likes the fishes, and his son he's in for a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Naaman Bryce is his son. Ah, fuck! Who's Naaman's dad? Weebay. Remember that in season one, uh, Stu, where he's, he's like D thinks he's going to get shot, but he's he's just got to look after the yeah. fishes. Isn't that how? Weebay, yeah. right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Weebay so that Bryce. guy who's in jail now. Weebay. His name is Weebay. Weebay, yeah. yeah. His son is in season four, like yeah. the character. Name him. Wow. Uh, so you see him a little bit more, and he's like, how's my fishes? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's him. I like him. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You see little things here and there, and then they come back, you know, 20 yeah. episodes yeah. later. It's so well done. I've got to say, uh, I mean, while we're talking about it, I guess, you know, if anyone's still listening, we're going to talk oh, big yeah, spoilers. Oh, yeah, spoil we're going to spoil the Oh, snap. Spoil the What are you waiting for? Get it over. <laughs> Uh yeah, do you know what though? I I well, you you kind of knew that was coming, you know. I said that about can't probably run, can't four episodes out. into season three, Stringer's not going to either make it or Avon's not going to make I it. I thought Avon was not going to make it by the end of this. I've season. always thought Avon was going to die though. Yeah, I don't know why. I just thought Avon Avon's going to die. Like, I I think like Stringer's going to like rise up and I I yeah. going to die. I paused episode 11, you know, where Stringer gets killed, right? I paused it, like, early in the episode, and I said to Kay, and I wasn't quite right, but I was close. I said when when Avon confronts him or speaks to him, he's going to give him the, we were brothers, man, we were brothers. And he kind of doesn't do that, but he does give him the, we used to run around here yeah, as kids Yeah, back speech. in the day talk, absolutely. Yeah, back well, in the both day give, they both give each other up. Yeah. Which is yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that scene is very cool because Stringer thinks, "Oh, this is going to be my last moment with him before I before I yeah. give, give him to the cops." 
And then Ivan's thinking, oh, God, this is going to be my last moment with him before he gets Bro, killed. Kill his ass. <laughs> yeah. I can't find the line, actually, but there's a part where Avon says to Stringer, I think it was such a perfect encapsulation of Stringer's dilemma, where he says, it could be that you're just a little too smart for the street business down here, but a little too stupid for the stuff that goes on in the executive suites up here. And See, I think you, you, when we talked about this show last, you said, "Oh, there's so much I want to say about yeah. Stringer," but you didn't. Like, what was it? Um, I think that Stringer is the American dream in in a street variety. And by what I mean by that is, if he was born in different circumstances, he would have been Bill Gates. Like, he was driven, yeah. he was really good at using the resources around him, he was cold, he was willing to make horrible decisions, but his decisions, like, the code of the streets that Omar lives by, and the code that Brother Muzon lives by, which is a weird kind of code, but we have so much respect for it because he carries it forward without even thinking about it, um... That's what catches up with Stringer. And that wouldn't, you know, that's why Clay Davis can keep doing what he's doing because he doesn't have someone like Stringer about to kill him every time he steps out of line. But Stringer violated the code of the streets. It was ultimately going after uh, Omar's grandmother, right? Well, no, I think it was partly that, but also when he when he told Avon that he'd, he'd arranged d'angelo to be killed well right because he confesses to him and i think that for avon was the final i, straw, I actually know. think avon has to sell stringer out before he finds that out and he's it's either going to be him or stringer and so he's like you know it's this kind of classic godfather new jack city type thing where it's like yeah we said at the start of all this that we would be there till we die for each other but ultimately if it's you or me it's gonna be you because i'm not going down you know if i can avoid yeah. it and when figure when uh, avon goes yeah it's just business like right. you say man right. it's just business exactly well, and stringer, stringer fucked up because he he pinned when when they killed because they killed Omar's guy. Yeah. But they didn't kill him. They they did more than that. They yeah. tortured him. Right. Which, Correct. And then, which is guys, what yeah. Omar was wearing. Because I think if they'd have just killed him, but they didn't kill him, they sent a message. Right. And if they'd have just killed him, Omar would have been a bit like, maybe he still would have got for revenge, but he wouldn't have been so... Well, so they made it personal when they him. tortured him. Exactly. They, they wanted yeah. to send a message to Omar that you don't mess with me without some kind of consequence beyond and that's the thing i don't remember where it's from but there's something like oh it's the usual suspects right he showed these men of will what will really was it was the willingness to do the thing that the other person wouldn't dare do right and that's what stringer i think was trying to show omar is that look we can't necessarily kill you and you wouldn't mind too much if we just killed your boy but if we make him suffer and you can think about all the pain he went through because of you then maybe you'll back off and of course omar does the exact opposite of course he yeah. does and and then to try and pin it on the hit man yeah <laughs> yeah and he pinned it on the wrong guy as well he oh, yeah, totally pinned, the wrong person he, he should have pinned it on like but he pinned it on him because what what I loved what I loved about string what I loved about him because he's past tense now I guess but what I loved about Stringer so much is every single decision he made pretty much unraveled on him. It it didn't matter what he did. It was like every single thing that he thought he was doing right was just wrong. And again, I think that's partly because 
that's the playbook that he saw other people using and thought, okay, this is what I need to do to get to where I want to go, right? Because again, that makes perfect sense in business school, right? What does Amazon do? It crushes unions. It externalizes, like every corporation, everything that goes wrong, you just push it off on someone else. So in that sense, he learned a lot from business school and he was very good at it. Uh, the thing I love is that when, when Brother Muzon and Omar meet each other, they're convinced that they're each there to kill each other, but they realize that there's more to it than that. And what they need to do is figure out who's really pulling the strings. But they don't sit down and be like, all right, look, I trust you. You trust me. They're like, they're, there's that scene in the alley where they'd spend like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, just, yeah, where they're talking about guns and who yeah. would shoot first and who would die. I see you, I pack a 38 special. It's got a little <laughs> more weight to it. It's like, you don't seem to have your finger off the trigger either, my friend. And, yeah, but it's it's so realistic. If he, I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a shootout in an alley, but you I haven't? assume <laughs> I know, right? What? But it's but it feels real. It feels like, you know, these characters have a life of their own, which is so much deeper than your standard cop show or your standard melodrama. And uh yeah, and then but they'll also do things that surprise you. So, you know, there's a lot of surprises yeah, left think, to come. I brothers move on sort of gained respect for Omar when he didn't kill him, you know, yeah. when he just oh, yeah. walked out and left him there. Right. Absolutely. And he was like, eh, I yeah. guess, you know. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's ready person. to die in that moment. He's like, go ahead, let's get this over with. He, like, accepts his fate. And in a way, that's where Stringer becomes like them in his final moments. You know, well, let's get this over with, right? Yeah. And they definitely do. And they definitely Kate do. was disappointed because she thought he was going to go through the window behind yeah, him. Yeah, well. <laughs> and but, I'm like, nah, it's not that sort of show. It doesn't, you know. Nah. It doesn't they don't need to do that. What's the point of that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, yeah, it's quite interesting what you say. It's like if, if Stringer died because of the code of the streets, yeah. but any in, in any other, if he had grown up with a with a businessman around him and yeah. put him in a corporate world, yeah. he would have been fine. Been and great. and the kind of I mean, shit that you that he pulled on the people on the streets, if he pulled that shit on the people in business, it would have just been a hey, it's another day in the office, yeah, no right. big deal, sort of thing. And he, he almost has it pulled together with the co-op. Like, he has the co-op running pretty well for a while. It seems like that's going to be, you know, because he says, like, look, th- we don't need to be fighting each other over territory. We can just come here, settle our disputes, and just try to make that paper. And Prop Joe is in on it. He's, like, ready to go. But, you know. Is Prop he, Joe the massive fat Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, big yeah, fat yeah. dealer. And I don't think you've seen the last of him. I'm pretty sure there's more of him to come. Oh, of course. Yeah, no, no. Because he's, well, nothing's happened to him. But there's some interesting pivots because season four is the start. There's two more seasons you have. Season yep. five has this really kind of weird. Okay, season four, as you may know, focuses on education. Don't. Season I don't know anything about it. Well, so maybe you should. Know. Maybe you don't. Well, I'm, know. I'm about four or five episodes. Okay. Four, well, so they bit. each cover different areas. There's actually three areas that the two seasons cover, and I won't say anything more than that. But there's also a lot of storylines that kind of expand, and they kind of pivot away from some people and pivot towards others. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But again, I'm really eager to talk about all the other stuff that happens in those seasons. So. Maybe I'll watch them with you. Maybe we'll have, like, can we all commit to finishing? Well, I don't want to commit to finishing. Well, anything. I'll be finished soon. <laughs> I reckon I'll be finished by the end of the week because like, uh, Kay and I are kind of uh, binging them. And, we're what, and we're, I've never seen the first two series of uh, Broadchurch, so I'm watching those as well. Uh, so I'm watching no with one Millie. Cares, no one cares about it. <laughs> it's good. Broadchurch is really good. 
I couldn't give a fuck about that show. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do I bet you've never even watched it. You don't well, even know. Well, if nothing else, I... Tennant in it and he's on a beach or some shit. If nothing else, I will read. <laughs> I will reread the summaries of the episodes because uh, there's a lot going on in them, I know, and there's plenty to talk about, so... Yeah. Oh, no, it's yeah. pretty good. All right, I'm going to stop recording the show now. Like yeah.